0: The voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. Coldwater Cardinal Baseball is on the air.
1: Cole Barker catches for the final out of the inning, and that is a five inning no hitter for Aiden Marsden.
0: Brought to you by these members of the WTVB Sports Boosters Club
1: Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers, Paul Lang of Alien Wood Mortgage Lender, Mobilia Chrysler Dodge Deep Ram, Branch County Abstract and Title, Edward Jones Financial Advisor Diana Butler, Case Realty Group, CNO Insurance, Cooley's Jewelry, El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant, Furniture and Mattress Warehouse, SK Wood PC, Hillside Motors. Sales, Integrity Apparel, Screen Printing and Embroidery, Mancino's Pizza and Grinders, Matt Hale at Homes, McDonald's of Branch County, Midwestern Realty Group, Nottawa Gas Company, SurPro of Branch in Southern Calhoun Counties, Union Palette and Container, Edward Jones Financial Advisor BJ West, Willow's Bar and Grill, and Edward Jones Financial Advisor Jay Wright. First pitch. Playing your five ball to right field. Is it going to be out of here? Yep. A two run homer for oh, Nate oh, Tappenden. Oh, 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 oh. And warm greetings from the corner of Hatch Avenue and Green Street here on the Coldwater High School campus. Coldwater Cardinal baseball is on the air. It's a big Interstate 8 doubleheader between the Coldwater Cardinals and the Marshall Redhawks. We join action top of the 6th inning. The Redhawks have just got their first two runs up on the board. Coldwater leads 5-2. to two. There's still nobody out here in the top of the 6th inning. The Redhawks have a runner on uh, uh, runners on second and third and nick ryan the first baseman will be the first hitter being faced by relief pitcher joe clausen first pitch is a strike i'm sean watson and to my left is coldwater high school athletic hall of famer quinn berry cam heineman the starting pitcher did well for the first uh, five innings but you could tell here in the six he was getting a little bit tired yeah, the, the curveball was starting to
2: hang a little bit, and Marshall was taking advantage of that uh, and uh, put together, I think, three or four hits here in a row. And uh, five to two ball game. Big base hit here makes it five four. No outs. One and one. On, oh, two strikes on the batter. Excuse
1: me. It's first baseman Nick Ryan, the 0 2 pitch in the dirt. Appeal to the base path umpire, and it's not strike three. Orion has a one and two count. Garrett Johns, the catcher, was asking for the appeal. He got it, and it is indeed ball one. One, two there pitch there, strike three.
2: There's that good curve ball from Clausen. I think Coach Spangler hoping to... Uh,
3: the designated hitter not bring uh,
2: Klaassen in until that seventh inning limit the number number of pitches he throws in this ball game so we can use him in that second game but uh, with the way things started out here in the uh, sixth inning
1: he needed his ace reliever in the ball game runners on second and third one out here's the designated hitter John Zakarski First pitch, just inside. Ball one. Marshall uh, winning either outright or sharing the Interstate Eight Baseball Championship in each of the last five seasons. They come in today's game with a three and two overall record, two and zero in the Interstate Eight. They played a shortened five-inning game on Friday against Portage Central and won for nothing to get above 500. The Cardinals, meanwhile, four and one overall, also two and zero in the Interstate Eight. I didn't think that the doubleheader sweep over Harper Creek about a week and a half ago would be the Cardinals' last action until tonight, but here we are. Well, it's been a weird
2: spring, no doubt about it. It seemed like every night they were uh, eligible to play, the rain or the cold or a little bit of both and then uh last weekend I had some official problems or umpire problems and now, uh, so it's just it's been a strange start to this uh 2022
1: baseball season swing and a miss the strikes out two runners still in scoring position for the redhawks but now two outs and that'll leave things up to second baseman evan hosen Last Tuesday, the Cardinals were supposed to go up to Hastings for a twin bill, but that was a rather soggy afternoon. That will be made up on May the 4th, or as Athletic Director Todd Farmer pointed out in his message, Star Wars Day, as in May the 4th be with you. Ha 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 ha. Nice curveball to the left-handed Hosen for a strike. Last Friday, we were supposed to broadcast the non-conference doubleheader against the Lakewood Vikings, but that was the day where uh, there weren't enough available umpires for the doubleheader. So that had been canceled. Uh, no make date for that one. Well, the Cardinals uh, wind up getting a week and a half off against, uh, again, going up against the Marshall Redhawks, who have had the Cardinals number the last few years.
2: Yeah, this is a key doubleheader for the Cardinals, no doubt about it. Uh- even though Marshall lost the majority of their uh, senior or lost their seniors last year in a, in a very good season that they had a year ago, um, there's they're kind of in a rebuild this year, but still a very quality team under Tom Sharpley.
1: The Redhawks did indeed finish twenty four and ten last year, and uh, at twelve and two, winning the Interstate Eight outright. A balk was called. That brings home Luke Holbrook from third. Advances Colton Chaney from second to third and makes the score five to three.
2: It was a tough call there, you know, on a cold night like that. And it looked like uh, uh, Joe Colossum just kind of shivered out there a little bit. And uh, when he did that, he kind of jerked the hands, and uh, that's what happens get the ball call
1: Runners move up one ball two strikes now on hosen Hazen Hazen kind of
2: uh yeah kind of pulled something early in the game he's still struggling just a little bit with that uh, left leg
1: I'm not sure he can run two balls two strikes on Hazen he's Actually, going to check in with the uh, head coach, Tom Sharpley.
2: I think Tom just asking him, Are you okay up there? Can you hit the ball and then run? Because, I mean, he's limping on a cold
1: night like this. Wasn't expecting uh, the temperatures to drop some 42 degrees between Sunday and today, but here we are again. It's Michigan in April. Strike three called. So after Joe Clausen comes in relief of Cam Heineman, he's able to strike out the side. One runner is left on. Three runs do score. So the Cardinals will take a 5-3 lead into the bottom of the sixth inning. The Cardinals scoring all five of their runs in the first off a starting pitcher, Colton Cheney.
4: Yeah, just a
2: kind of a, you know, Bad inning for Marshall, no doubt about it. Uh, Three errors in that inning uh, helped the Cardinals. A couple of walks in there, and then the Cardinals got a couple of uh, big-time hits. And, uh, you know, that's how uh, they scored their five runs there in the first inning. uh, And that's held up up till now. Cardinals were just really cruising through those uh, first five innings. No real... uh, Uh, threats from Marshall and then uh, sixth inning we uh, just see they came to life got a couple of hits and uh, end up scoring three runs so uh, five to
1: three here going into our half of the
2: sixth inning
1: meanwhile over at the Rotary Softball Complex game one of the softball doubleheader is complete and here's Jim Measel with a recap of what happened
5: well, Sean Coldwater scored four runs in the first inning in the opener and went on to defeat Marshall 7-1. Winning pitcher Alexis Bills struck out 14. She set down the first 16 Marshall hitters. At one time, uh, she recorded a total of 10 straight strikeouts. A balanced Coldwater attack as Coldwater collected 11 hits. Jayla Foster, Kenzie Scheid, Bills, and Brooklyn Carey all had two hits. Bills also had two RBIs. So Coldwater wins the opener 7-1. to Game two being played right now. From Rotary Fields, I'm Jim Measel reporting. Thank you, Mees. Back here, we start the bottom of the
1: sixth inning. Logan Farmer, Garrett Johns, and Cardinal Border, Bordner do up for the Cardinals. Farmer was at bat when uh, Cam Heineman, who was courtesy running for Brendan Massey, was uh, caught in a rundown and uh, thrown out two to three to four. The 1-0 pitch is fouled to the backstop. A one ball, one strike on Logan Farmer. Farmer with one of the, uh, one of the hits in the ballgame for the Cardinals. Brendan Massey, meanwhile, three hits from his spot as the designated hitter. The 1-1 pitch, curveball missing on the outer part of the plate, 2-1. and one. Joe Clausen with a bunch single. Farmer with a line shot over the shortstop's
2: head for a single, and Brendan Massey with three singles today.
1: Five hits for the Cardinals, no extra base hits. In fact, back in the top of the sixth inning, the double that Killian buys hit for the Redhawks, that's actually the first extra base hit by either team in this game.
2: And I think after that, didn't they have a triple right after yep. that? yeah so
1: on a 3-1 pitch Logan Farmer takes the ball 4
4: now batting for the Cardinals the catcher number 13 Garrett John
1: Garrett John struck out his first time around got on board on and E5 squares up to bunt. It's a good bunt. It's picked up by Cheney. Throw to the first baseman to get to get Garrett Johns out. But uh, that does allow Farmer to advance to second.
2: That was just good, solid baseball there. Great bunt by Garrett. Getting that runner down to second base. Now in scoring position.
1: In a 5-3 game, you could use as much insurance as you can possibly muster.
2: Yeah, one more run would be huge here.
1: Time is called before Colton Cheney could deliver the first pitch to Carter Bordner. Now, the first pitch is a fastball in there for a strike. Carter, the first baseman in this ballgame. One strike,
2: like to see a nice base hit up the middle. Score Farmer from second.
1: Swing and a foul tip off of the handle. Colton Cheney coming into today's game has thrown nine and a third innings, a 1-0 record. He had given up five runs for them, earned on nine hits, walked six and struck out 11. But so far, I only have him for three strikeouts on this afternoon. 0-2 really? pitch just missed on the outer part of the plate. Fast. one ball two yeah. strikes a
2: little fastball the outside just missed the black out there Carter with a great eye on that pitch
1: farmer with a decent lead off second now the one two pitch there's that base hit a line drive oh. snow cone by the right fielder isaac stetler for the second out farmer
2: Boy, that looked like a base hit. And and, uh, Logan thought so too. And the kid out in right field just made a great play on it.
1: (laughs) Harper is effectively doubled off.
2: Yeah, right fielder made a great break on that. And uh, Logan, knowing he wanted to to score on that base hit,
3: took off running just a little early.
1: So we head to the 7th inning, Coldwater on top of Marshall, 5-3. to three. Back in a minute, you're listening to Coldwater Cardinal Baseball on WTVB.
6: That sizzling fajita was so delicious last night. And the jumbo margarita. I've got to get there for lunch. Lunch.
7: Lunch. lunch. Bill, what are you doing for lunch? Oh,
6: right. Hey, let's go to El Cerritos.
7: They have the best fajitas. Dreaming about the mouth-watering authentic Mexican food at El Cerritos? Stop by for lunch or dinner. They'll serve up an endless bowl of chips and salsa while you decide what menu item will fill your craving. El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant in downtown Coldwater and in the Kroger Plaza Hillsdale.
6: It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Hasskid PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge Legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes. Hess Kaywood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HasKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kaywood PC lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. FM
0: ninety five point five WTVB.
1: Welcome back to Lowe Field, Nobody Sean Watson, and Quinn, Barry, Mike, Si, good. Justin Lopshire, back at the WTVB studios producing and engineering our broadcast. Isaac Stetler, Jesse Saldana, Killian Byes do up for the Marshall Redhawks. They want to add some more runs to extend the game. They currently trail 5-3. to three.
2: Actually been a pretty good ball game uh, between these two. Tonight, after uh, some mishaps in that first inning for Marshall, they've played much more solid the last
1: uh, four or five innings. Three runs, seven hits, four errors. I have Marshall four, five runs, five hits, and no errors for Coldwater. Two balls and a strike on Isaac Stetler. It looks like uh, as far as the dark gray uh, uniforms that Marshall is wearing for Isaac Stetler, he did roll his pant legs uh, down to just underneath his uh, knees. Fly ball to Nate Tappanen for the first out. Earlier in the game, uh, Isaac Stetler looked like he was on the uh, 76 White Sox uh, when they the the one day they wore Bermuda shorts.
2: They wore shorts and the tall socks that day.
1: And, boy, they must have been uncomfortable. <laughs> Not physically, just the mental aspect of uh, looking relatively out of place. Thanks, Bill Beck. Jesse Saldana squared up to Bunt. The left-handed hitter takes the first pitch for
2: a strike.
1: Joe Clausen doing his usual
2: excellent excellent job out of the bullpen again tonight. Uh, He's endued, uh, in line to pick up his second
1: save, actually.
2: Yep. If you uh, actually, he's got uh, the most innings pitched out of that saver role so far this year. Is uh, he's pitched six point two innings in four different
1: games. One one pitch to Saldana, swing, fly ball to shallow left center field. How about that, Cam Heineman, who replaced his twin brother Cole Heineman in the Lineup changes that brought Clausen up into the mound. Cam Heineman ran in front of Cole Barker to get the second out. Right in shallow left center field. That was
2: a good job by Cole. He took charge on that. Out there in that outfield, good communication.
1: Wasn't that Cam out there?
2: Or Cam excuse me. And, As Cole
1: Heineman is now playing yeah, second, which yeah. is where Clausen started.
2: So good communications of Barker out there in center.
1: Joe Clausen, who started at second, is in his second inning of work on the hill. First pitch to Killian Buys was ball one, was it? I
2: believe it was a strike. I think that's two strikes.
1: I was just uh, looking down for a split second. That, and, yeah. yeah, well,
2: I think uh, Well, we'll see here. He's going to get a good big curveball here.
1: Well, that's in there for a ball. Just missed.
2: Now what's up? Official there on the board. Two balls and one strike. Yeah, that's what I thought.
1: 2-1 pitch from Clawson. Bases empty. Two out. Line drive to right field. Another base hit for the Red Hawks. They're eighth of the game, but they trail by two runs.
4: The catcher, number nine, Hogan McCleary. Number nine.
1: That is the second straight hit for Killian Byes. He's on first with two outs, and in steps the catcher, Hogan McCleary.
2: Hoping for a Marshall
1: fans below us, hoping for a big shot out of uh, McCleary. Will Hogan be the hero? See what I did there? I seen what you did, I just...
2: Is everybody out there is getting a chuckle out of that one, Sean.
1: Well, everybody over 65, <laughs> more than likely. No one pitched to Hogan McCleary. Just missed on that curveball outside, one-on-one. One.
2: Hogan just two for 13 on the year coming into the night.
1: Next pitch, curveball, same part of the plate, but it's in there for a strike. One and two, the Hogs down to their final strike.
2: Joe just got that. Uh, he throws that curveball for multiple arm positions, and uh, that was the overhand curve there.
1: Throw to first and by slides back in time. Carter Bordner playing first. Cole Heineman now at second. Evan Porter starting at short, and Logan Farmer in his familiar position at third. Your outfield now is Cam Heineman Cole Barker, and Nate Tappanen. Strike nice three time. called. And that's the ball game.
2: Great job by Joe Claussen as he comes in in the uh, sixth inning. Gets three outs with runners on uh, second and third. Div give up a run on the balk. He comes out here in the uh, last inning. Gets three out of the four batters he faced. And uh, puts another save in the books so, for uh, Claussen. So... Great job, great win for the Cardinals, 5-3, even though they got out-hit 8-5 in the first game of the doubleheader.
1: The Branch County Abstract Entitled Between Games Report Coming up after this Three minute break You're listening to Cardinal Baseball On WTVB Hi, Chase Hallett Of Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers In
8: Coldwater When Vanessa and I Were first married We
7: loved camping Our little two person Travel trailer Brought us closer together Then
8: along came Our
7: son Merrick And then it got a little Cramped for space What did you do mom You did not leave me Behind did you We sold our little Travel trailer And got a bigger one And
8: that worked out Nice for a while But then along came Our
7: daughter Milan And we were right back in the same box, a little too close together, cramped for space. And
8: then we'd all have to untangle. So then, we did the smart thing.
7: Did you leave me behind, Dad? No way, Mylon. We traded for a bigger model.
8: Many of our friends were having the same growing pains, so we began Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers. When
7: your family outgrows your current RV, bring it here, and we'll sell it for you. And then, all you have to do is just pick, pick up, up a
8: check. We'll sell your RV, boat, horse trailer, car, truck, motorcycle. If
7: it's on wheels, we'll sell it. That is it. Nothing hard about picking up a check.
8: It's easy at Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers, one mile
9: east of Meyer on US 12 Coldwater.
10: Hi, this is Carrie from Furniture and Mattress Warehouse in Coldwater. Four generations of quality service and quality product. Come check out our largest inventory in our store history hundreds of recliners, sofas, love seats, sectionals dining room tables and chairs, and TV stands. Remember, for great service and great quality, check out Furniture Mattress Warehouse, half mile east of Meyer on US-12 Coldwater. Look for the long red building. Furniture and Mattress Warehouse.
11: Business owners, when you're ready to get your business noticed, see me at Integrity Apparel, Screen Printing and Embroidery in Coldwater. Hi, this is Al Rackesee. At Integrity Apparel, we know the importance of taking your logo with you wherever you go. And there's no better way than with custom silk-screened or embroidered apparel. From shirts, coats, hats, and just about any other clothing item, Integrity Apparel can set your entire staff up. Along with being great advertising, Custom Apparel makes a thoughtful team-building gift for your employees. Ask us about custom banners and promotional materials, too. Integrity Apparel is also known for teamwear and uniforms. Come in and check out our in-stock clothing in most area school colors, along with varsity jackets, sweatshirts, polos, and jerseys. Small and large orders are welcome. If your team needs spirit wear or corporate apparel, we can help. Give us a call at 278-8101 or stop by the store at 52 West Chicago Street in downtown Coldwater.
0: AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB.
1: Welcome back to Lau Field. We're in between games of our doubleheader between Coldwater and Car- and uh, Marshall. The Cardinals winning 5-3 in Game 1. Our between games report is brought to you by Branch County Abstract and Title. Wishing good luck to the Cardinals. For title insurance, escrow closings, or other title or abstract services, turn to Branch County Abstract and Title. Locally owned and operated, they've been serving Branch County since 1887, where they strive to serve their customers. Branch County Abstract and Title, located at 22 Tibbetts Plaza, off Hanchett Street, Coldwater. Call them at 278. 69 60. For the victorious uh, Coldwater Cardinals, five runs on five hits, no errors. And for the Marshall Redhawks, three runs, eight hits, but they did commit four errors. Three of those errors coming in the first inning, allowing the Cardinals to score all five of their runs. And they were able to make that uh, five uh, nothing lead stand up through the sixth inning when starting pitcher. Cam Heineman started to wear down and gave up uh, three runs uh, near the end, but Joe Clausen came in to get the save.
2: Well, when you get Clausen down there, is that uh, closer in the bullpen? Uh, there's no doubt uh, they got a nice, nice job from uh, Cam Heineman, and then. Uh, Joe Clausen comes in and puts it away. Boy, he just uh, throws strikes. He's got two or three curveballs that he uses. Spots his fastball real well, and uh, another nice job by that young man tonight to get the save.
1: Oh, the Cardinals now five and one overall, three and zero oh, in the Interstate Eight. The final line for Cam Heinemann. Six innings plus pitched. He gave up uh, three runs on seven hits, two walks, and six strikeouts. Joe Claussen getting the save. Didn't give up. A, uh, he gave up. Uh, he uh, technically did not give up the uh, run because I think uh, uh, Holbrook, who scored on the balk, was still technically Cam Heinemann's responsibility, right? Yeah, that's right. So he, technically he did not give up a run. Uh, he give, gave up the one hit. No walks, four strikeouts.
2: Yeah, just real solid job again for uh, for Joe, and uh, got some timely hitting when we needed it, and took advantage of uh, a couple of Marshall miscues in that first inning, and uh, that's how you win ball games. And uh, even though we didn't come out and pound the ball all over, we got a couple of big hits when we needed. Uh, Brendan Massey with three hits from that DH position tonight, and uh, another hit from Farmer. Bunt single from uh, Clawson, and some good solid base running by the Tigers. Some or Tigers. Some good solid base running from the uh, Cardinals tonight. Aggressive on the bases, uh, scored a couple of times on a miscue where the first baseman wasn't paying any attention, and we scored two runs instead of just the one. and Really, when you look at that, that's what ended up making the difference in this ball game, as we uh, scored those two runs uh, from second base when on an error and a, a drop ball at second base.
1: For the Redhawks, Colton Cheney went the distance, gave up uh, all five cold water runs. Uh, I believe only one of them was earned, five hits. Uh, Two walks and three strikeouts, if I'm uh, figuring it out correctly.
2: Yeah, one of those walks came in a first, and uh, that runner scored, and uh, that was probably the only earned run he
1: gave up. Seems about right. So if we were to give uh, McDonald's player the game uh, for your local area McDonald's restaurants in this first game, uh, who would you give it to? Well, I think
2: three people stood out in the ball game. That was Cam Heineman with a good, solid five innings of pitching. Uh, you got to sure, and, you know, bring up the name uh, Joe Clausen as he comes in again and just shuts the door. And then again, you got Brendan uh, Brendan Massey who. Uh, had the three big hits today uh one in the first and then uh two other singles later in the ball game in the third
1: and the fifth yeah
2: so he was three for three so three guys there eligible probably if i was to pick one though out of those three
1: i'd probably have to go with Clausen. just an outstanding job coming in as a reliever so in game one congratulations to relief pitcher and starting second baseman
3: joe clausen our mcdonald's player of the game
12: If you're nearing retirement or thinking about retiring, you probably have a lot of questions. How do you make your savings last? How much should you take out and when? You're ready for retirement, but are your finances? I'm Edward Jones Financial Advisor, Diana Butler. Let's work together to ensure your finances can keep up with your unique needs over the long haul. You've done what it takes to get there. Now it's time to make the most of your retirement. Stop by my office at 863 East Chicago Street in Coldwater or call 279-0541. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC.
4: I'm Brian George, Associate Broker at Case Realty Group, formerly Sherry Halen Homes. Let my experience with lake and recreational properties work for you. Plus, my professional photography experience will make your home look great. Even though the name has changed, we still are your local real estate connection and lake specialist. Check us out online at caserealtygroup.com. A new name, but the same great service and expertise in Branch and Hillsdale counties. I'm Brian George at Case Realty Group. Go to caserealtygroup.com. Attention sellers,
13: we can help you wade through this real estate market. This is your Midwestern Realty team. The agents at Midwestern Realty Group know our current market.
10: And we understand all of the changes that are going on. Which
7: means we can help you get the most money out of selling your home.
13: We are more than real estate agents. We're advisors here to help you.
7: So you don't miss any money that your house is worth.
13: And we'll take the hassle out of the process.
10: It's simple. Work with the agents at Midwestern Realty to sell your home.
13: We will share with you our years of experience and techniques of the trade to stage your home for better quality showings to potential buyers. I'm Jim Bowers. For over two decades, experience you can count on. I'm Randy Blonde.
7: Jill Bowers here. Call us today at 517-278-6400.
13: I'm Doug Campbell, or you can stop by our Midwestern Realty office at 685 East Chicago Road.
10: Or visit us anytime at MidwesternRealty.com.
13: I'm Sharon Atkinson. The Midwestern Realty team. We won't let you sell yourself short. That's
14: MidwesternRealty.com. You'll never grill the same way ever again. It's time to book your ticket to the Hall of Flame with the new Traeger Timberline XL from Nottawa Gas. The touchscreen display and simple controls make the Timberline XL easy to use, featuring an induction cooktop that allows for scorching, hot searing, sautéing, simmering, frying, and, of course, grilling. Traeger is the number one selling wood pellet grill on the market. Experience the thrill of a new grill from Nottawa Gas, just east of Nottawa on M66, south of Tocancho and Old 27, or shop online at nottawagas.com.
0: The voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater.
1: From the WTVB scoreboard final in game one of a Big 8 softball doubleheader between Bronson and Jonesville, the Vikings coming from behind to beat the Comets 9-5. to Eight hits for the Vikings, 14 for the Comets, but the Comets were unable to get the W. We're paying attention to that one, uh, partially because, you know, it's the Bronson Vikings uh, looking to... Uh, Do a number in the Big A, but also the Jonesville Comets will be the Coldwater Cardinals' next opponent on both uh, baseball and softball sides on Thursday. We're going to go over to the Rotary Softball Complex Thursday to broadcast that doubleheader.
2: Yeah, that'll be uh, fun to be over there and uh, see those lady cards play on Thursday night. Off to a good, solid start this year. Getting good pitching um, and some timely hitting so far as... uh, They'll come into that. Well, if they win the second game tonight, they would come in undefeated, right, Sean? Uh, they lost
1: uh, They split-a-double oh, header so with a late. They would right. be undefeated in the I-8. They improved to 3-0 and with their 7-1 win over the Red Hawks in the opener out there. And uh, we're getting live scoring from the second game and bottom of the first. Marshall put up two runs. Cardinals are up to bat right now.
2: Well, no, you know... Early in that ball game, the Cardinals hitting the ball well. They'll come back, uh, score some runs. Kenzie Scheid probably on the mound
1: in game two. Yep, and uh, as you heard from our Jim Measle earlier in our broadcast, Alexis Bills got the win and uh, continues to mow hitters down.
2: Yeah, she's, uh, she's just a good all-around softball player, whether she's on the mound on first base or just in that batter's box. she uh, She's pretty solid.
1: We're in between games of our baseball doubleheader between Coldwater and Marshall. Coldwater getting the win 5-3, to three, scoring all five runs in the first inning and making that a hold up, even though the Redhawks did score three in the sixth off of uh, starting and winning pitcher Cam Heineman.
2: Yeah, just, uh, again, uh, Cam just kind of ran out of steam. Coach Spangler trying to get that sixth inning out of him to... Uh, Save of Joey Clawson just for that uh, ninth inning and uh, keep his pitch count down. But uh, Coach Spangler had to go to Joe Clawson a little earlier. Went to him with uh, no outs in the sixth. Joe got out of the sixth inning uh, and then uh, mowed him down in in the uh, seventh to get another save for the young man and just did an outstanding job.
1: We'll go ahead and take this break and be back with more from Lau Field. We're warming here, but we see everybody's bundled up, which is kind of uh well considering what we saw over this weekend, it doesn't make
2: any sense. No, well, it sure doesn't. And we need to get this weather warmed up here so we can get some real baseball and this is uh this is tough on the on all the teams. I mean it just isn't the Cardinals. Uh in fact we're probably lucky that we do have some facilities that we can use. Inside here, uh, other than our own school, we do have the rec building and some of those that uh, the kids can get in and throw and do some hitting. But, uh, you know, uh, it's just been a tough
1: spring all the way around. It was a little on the chilly side when we last brought you Cardinal Baseball a week and a half ago, and uh, that probably uh, led a great deal to Aiden Marsden's current injury situation. Yeah, could
2: have. Uh, who knows? But, you know, it's that time of year,
1: it's, it's never great
2: in the month of April here for high school baseball, but... Uh, I'll be honest, uh, they got to start playing, and uh, I'm sure both teams would like to have waited and played later in the week, but you got to get these games in. There just isn't enough days uh, in the month of May to, to get ball games in. You never know, the month of May, you get a lot of rain and some cold, and, and uh, it's just tough. Uh, it's tough on coaches, it's tough on athletic directors to uh, reschedule uh because you know it's there's more to it than uh there's more to it than having two teams go to some field and play ball you got to get a bus you got to get officials so it, it just makes it real tough uh, all the way around and uh, you know I some know some parents and and fans think uh you know, how can we? Uh, why aren't we playing tonight? Or why aren't we doing this? Well, there's more to it. Sometimes you just, sometimes you just don't have a bus to take them somewhere. And uh, uh, you know, everybody kind of looks at that and says, "Wow!" But uh, it's it's very true, right? Being involved as many years as I was here as coaching, you just never know uh, what the situation is. And uh, uh, we're very fortunate here. We got good bus drivers. We have a excellent field we got a great crew that takes care of our field here at Water, and a lot of the other schools aren't quite that fortunate
1: we'll take this three minute break and be back with more from Lau field you're listening to cardinal baseball on wtvb is your credit holding you back from getting a better vehicle mobilia chrysler
6: dodge jeep ram can help With guaranteed approval options for low credit and no credit buyers. Come in and test drive one of the many quality new and used vehicles on the lot. And if you don't find what you're looking for, just let the Mobilia team know. They'll get to work finding you the right vehicle. Stop in and ask for Jeff Dollar, Jared Hetrick, Dwayne Eck, Rudy
9: Rodriguez, Steve Eck, Brian Bobilia or Dean Bobilia. Remember, low credit or no credit is no problem at Bobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Coldwater.
6: And Bobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram always offers service to help maintain your vehicle long after the sale. Just ask service manager Kip Burkhart to recommend a regular maintenance schedule.
9: Don't wait another day to get into a better vehicle. Get to Bobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram today on US-12 across from the airport Coldwater or visit
14: mobilia.com. Be B-O-B-I-L-Y-A dot com. A fire in your home or business is nothing you ever planned on, but it is something you can plan for by calling on the fire and water cleanup and restoration specialists, ServPro of Branch and Southern Calhoun Counties, or ServPro.com. That's where you'll find a team of highly trained professionals who are committed to helping you develop a plan to make sure you're ready for whatever happens. With an emergency ready profile from ServPro, you'll take confidence in knowing that when the things that matter the most are on the line, they will be too because you can't keep fire damage from taking control of your home or business, but with an emergency ready profile from Surpro, you can make sure it doesn't take control of your life. So before fire and water damage strikes, make sure you're ready to strike back with the cleanup specialist the insurance industry has trusted for more than 40 years at 517-278-5261 or at surfpro.com. Surpro a branch in Southern Calhoun counties, helping make fire and water damage like it never happened. Call 517-278-5261. Franchises are independently owned and operated.
15: Do you know what's delicious at Mancino's Pizza and Grinders in cold water? Let's see. What's delicious at Mancino's? Everything. Grinders, pasta, salads, and of course, Mancino's Pizza. And this month, get a large one-item pizza for just 12 dollars Or when it comes to a grinder, get a whole ham and turkey grinder for $10.99 or a half for 5 dollars On freshly baked Italian grinder bread, rye, wheat, or white. Ask for specials when ordering. Or try any of our Mancino's delicious grinders or specialty pizzas. Like the Mancino's Pride, pepperoni, ham, sauce. Sausage, cream peppers, mushrooms, onions, black olives, and lots of cheese. Delicious. We've got something for everyone's taste. And don't forget party grinders too. We cater any size get together, parties, company lunches, or just because the crowds at your house and you don't want to cook. On special this month, a whole ham and turkey grinder for ten ninety nine, or a half for five ninety nine, or a large one item pizza for twelve ninety nine. Ask for specials when ordering. Mancino's Pizza and Grinders on the hill next to Gander RV on Wilbur Road, Coldwater. Delicious. Delicious.
0: AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB.
1: We're back here at Lyle Field. In between games of our baseball doubleheader between Coldwater and Marshall, the Cardinals winning the opener 5-3. We're about a few moments away from the first pitch of uh, game number two. And getting the start on the hill for the Marshall Redhawks will be Isaac Stetler, who is uh, kind of the ace on the staff for Coach Tom Sharpley, uh, judging by the total number of innings pitched heading into today, 12 and a third, uh, one and one record he has given up. 10 runs, all of them earned on 12 hits, 6 walks, 13 strikeouts. He comes in with an ERA of 5.676 and a whip of 1.459 walks plus hits per innings pitched. I guess the better way to describe him is uh, kind of like the bulldog of this year's uh, pitching staff.
2: Well, still year, early in the year, but I'm sure uh, Coach Sharply looking to uh, Stetler to come back in the second game and, uh, um, you know, Keep the Cardinals in line. Uh, it comes right down to defense uh, for Marshall, as they uh, the defense in the first game sure didn't help uh, help their situation, and the Cardinals took advantage of that. The Marshall Redskins actually out hit the Cardinals eight to five, and uh, just. Uh, uh, wouldn't have been for that first inning and two or three miscues at key times and some aggressive base running by the Cardinals. Uh, that first game might have been a little different. So Cardinals coming back out in the second game. Uh, got a chance to make a, another sweep here in the uh, in the league, and I think that's huge, uh, especially against these Marshall Redhawks, as we've known, as you mentioned before, Sean. Uh, the The Redhawks have kind of owned the I-8 the last uh five years uh, either winning the league or or sharing the league title so it'd be nice to see the Cardinals get this win put themselves in a good spot being 4-0 and and uh, maybe we can get back on that winning trail and uh, pick up our first I-8 title here in baseball since 2016.
1: First year of the I-8, Coldwater won the league outright. In 2016, it was a three-way tie for the league title with Coldwater and Lumen Christie and Marshall. Marshall. 2017 Marshall and Lumen share the title in 2018 Marshall won it outright 2019 Marshall and Parma Western share the title there was no season in 2020 of course because of uh, COVID and last season Marshall won the I-8 by a game over Penfield and two over Coldwater
2: yeah this. uh been real competitive uh, baseball i think it's one of the more competitive leagues uh, in the state uh, we always seem to have uh, two three four good ball clubs marshall's always pretty good uh, or is always good coater always has a strong team penfield uh, they've had some good teams over the years and uh, and parma western uh, has had some good teams over the years so um Hopefully the Cardinals like I said can get a sweep and uh like somebody said the other day and and you can't you can't sweep a double header unless you win the first one and we won the first one so hopefully uh that's a good omen for us
1: we will take this two-minute break and be back with the start of Game 2 between Coldwater and Marshall. Nate Tappen and due to start for the Cardinals. We'll give you his line and the first pitch after this two-minute break. You're listening to Cardinal Baseball on WTVB. Mother's
9: Day is Sunday, May 8th, and now's the time to get the perfect gift for her. At Culey's Jewelry, they have a huge selection of willow tree figurines, priced from only $20. How about a personalized mother's ring, starting at $139? Or maybe a trendy Anya Hey pendant in earring set? Let them help you make her Mother's Day extra special. Culey's Jewelry and so much more.
6: Downtown Coldwater since 1968. Matt at Homes has a new model home and they can't wait for you to tour it. With all the new features, it's sure to be a favorite.
7: Just ask the Halets. This place is sweet.
6: If we lived here, this would be my room. Hey,
13: let's act like we do live here and get this place cleaned up.
7: Who wants to sweep, dusk, shine up the sinks? Garrett, Carson, Brody? I just remembered I have homework. Bye. Ask about special pricing
6: on the new model. Visit Homes.com or stop by and see them on US 12 east of Coldwater. Matt at Homes, built around family. It's great to have
12: Hi, I'm Amber Moddert, Realtor and Personal Closing Coordinator at Case Realty Group in Coldwater, formerly Sherry Haylett Homes. I will help you through all the details, so whether you're buying or selling, I will make it easy for you. The name has changed, but we are still your local real estate connection and lake specialist. Check us out online at caserealtygroup.com I'm Amber Moddert, Realtor and your Personal Closing Coordinator for Branch and Hillsdale Counties. At Case Realty Group, go to caserealitygroup.com. That's caserealitygroup.com.
4: Are you looking for your dream home but don't know where to start? Bailey and Wood Mortgage Lender is here to help. With our pre-approval, you'll be sure to stand out against the crowd. Bailey and Wood is Michigan's hometown mortgage lender closing in days, not weeks. Contact me, Paul Lang, at 260-905-6689 or at langmortgageteam.com to start your application. And remember, we do mortgages in a snap. Borrowers must qualify. Bailey & Wood is an equal housing opportunity
6: lender. NMLS number 2334.
0: AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB.
1: Starting lineup for the Marshall Redhawks in Game 2. Leading off and playing center field, Jesse Saldana. Batting 2nd, the 3rd baseman, Killian Byes. Batting 3rd and catching, Hogan McCleary. Batting cleanup, the shortstop, Luke Holbrook. Batting 5th and playing 2nd base, Colton Cheney, Batting 6th, 1st baseman, Nick Ryan. Batting 7th, designated hitter, John Zakarski. He will be hitting for the left fielder, Cooper Prison. Batting 8th, playing right field, Owen Valentine. And batting ninth, the starting pitcher, Isaac Stetler. For Coldwater, leading off and playing second base, Joe Clausen. Batting second and pitching, Nate Tappan. Batting third, the left fielder, Logan Farmer. Batting cleanup, the DH, Brendan Massey. He will be hitting for starting shortstop, Evan Porter. Batting fifth, center fielder, Cole Barker. Batting sixth and catching, Brock Thornton. Batting seventh, first baseman, Carter Bordner. Batting eighth, third baseman, Garrett Johns. and Batting ninth, the right fielder, Cole Heineman. First pitch from Nate Tappetan to Jesse Saldana in the dirt inside for ball one, and we are underway at six fourteen. Try that on like a big old lettuce wrap. so good. Nate comes into tonight five innings, five point two innings pitched, uh, swinging a one. miss at the next pitch. One and one on Saldana. Sorry, got one run or one win, no losses. So good start for Nate. He's given up two. Runs, none of them earned on two hits, five walks, and 12 strikeouts. He has an earned run average of zero and a walks plus hits per innings pitched tally of 1.235. Tappanins ahead of the count on Saldano, one and two. Next pitch bounces in front of starting catcher Brock Thornton and rolls toward the backstop, two and two. Cardinals again won the opener of the doubleheader, five to three. A little break in the action is the
2: uh, home plate umpire making Stetler go back in and take his necklace off. Ah, I don't think the first gentleman rec- saw that necklace when he was hitting in the first game because he had his. Uh, Saldana is actually leading. Oh, off. excuse me, Saldana. Because he had his uh, neck warmer around it and didn't see it. This time he had it pulled down,
1: and the official got a shot. So Soldana coming into the doubleheader with a 267 batting average. Uh, the rest of his slash nine, 389 on base, and 333 slugging. Now he's getting his batting gloves back strapped on. Now, oh, did he actually take off his necklace, or did he uh, bury it underneath his uh no, gator? He, <laughs> he
2: he did definitely took it off. I, he had to take his gloves off to
1: get it. But here we go, two two count. The left-hander Nate Tappen, delivers. Strike three called.
2: I tell you, when Nate's uh, throwing strikes, he's awful three, tough.
4: Killian by okay. number three.
2: Need that nice curveball there.
1: Again, uh, Tappenden coming into today's twin bill, leading the team in strikeouts with 12, now 13 on the season, and in steps Killian Bys, Coming in with a 500 batting average coming into uh, the doubleheader, a 6'11 on base percentage, 6'43 slugging.
2: Yeah, when you look, uh, like we said, Nate's pitch, five point two innings, has twelve strikeouts in those five point two innings. So, striking out just a little
1: over two, two batters an inning. One ball, one strike on Killian Bys. That's from the right side batter's box. Next pitch. <laughs> Just missed on the outer part of the plate, two and one. Brock Thornton behind the plate, game two here. Couple of seniors, one on the mound, one behind the plate. Two one pitch, swing and a miss strike, two. So the rest of the defensive alignment, Logan Farmer is at left, Cole Barker at center, Cole Heineman at right, Garrett Johns at third, Evan Porter at short, Joe Clausen at second, and Carter Bordner at first. Here comes the 2-2 pitch from Tabadin. In the dirt and a good stop by Thornton. Full count on buys with McCleary on deck.
2: One of the biggest problems on a cold day like this is uh, gripping that ball for uh, throwing that curveball. You ain't kidding. That's, That's tough to do.
1: Payoff pitch is going to be ball four. Buys takes first
15: and then steps the catcher
1: Hogan McCleary a 154 average 353 on base 231 slugging for the rest of the slash line
4: McCleary
1: uh Actually got two hits in the last game, a single and a
2: triple. Well, only have been in that third spot. Uh, Coach Sharpley must think he's a pretty
1: good hitter. Want to know the count on McCleary. There you go. A 1-0 pitch is swung on. Fly ball to left center field. <laughs> Who's going to get it? Farmer will for the second out. Runs in front of yeah, Cole Barker. Red Fortunately, red nowhere red close red to red a red collision.
2: Red no, that was great job. Logan took command out there on that high fly. Kind of
1: drifted away because of the wind, but he stayed right with it. Good job. It is kind of a breezy day, but nothing like what we saw a week and a half ago for the Twigle in Starper Creek.
2: No, and uh, if it was blowing like that right now with the uh, temperature, it'd be pretty, 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 pretty miserable, and it's already miserable enough out there. 39 degrees here at game time. First pitch
1: to Luke Holbrook is a strike. Holbrook has a slash line of 455, 647, and 545 coming into the doubleheader. The 0 one pitch. Just missed on that fastball, one and one. I stands on first with two outs here. Top of the first inning, no score.
2: Nate's got to remember he can go to his mouth on a day like this, as long as he isn't standing on the rubber. Uh, that way, it gives your uh, fingers a little little moisture on a cold, dry day, and uh, gives you a little bit better grip on
1: that baseball. <laughs> Two balls, one strike on Holbrook. Throw to first and by slice back in time. A nice thing about the dark gray uniforms that Marshall is wearing here on the road at Lau Field. Dirt doesn't really show up. (laughs) Unlike the home whites of the Coldwater Cardinals with the red trim. Swing and a foul back to the backstop. Uh, Some of the uniforms are in varying stages of dirtiness from sliding into assorted bases
2: well those white white uniforms that doesn't take much to to get them dirty
1: 2-2 <laughs> pitch is dropped by Thornton and buys will take second
4: All right, there he is
1: buys was taken off all the way no attempt at a throw so i guess you give by a stolen base that's right
2: stolen base there two two count two or excuse me three two count two outs
1: give you an update from game two of the softball doubleheader after this payoff pitch which is going to be ball four Bies trots to third. Meanwhile, Holbrook's trying to take second. He's caught in a rundown, throw to home plate. Is not in time. Bies is going to score all the way from second.
2: Boy, Marshall just, uh, co just played right into Marshall's hands right there. And uh, some good six, base running by Marshall. Cheney, number six. You know, the uh, Red Hawks get on the board first.
1: Runner on second with the two outs now, and the Redhawks leading one nothing over at the Rotary Softball Complex. After two and a half, Marshall leading Coldwater in the nightcap two to one after taking the opener seven to one. Here's Colton Cheney. Next pitch is a strike, so I believe the count on Cheney is one and one. There we go. I just noticed over in the other room they have a radio tuned into us, so obviously they're counting on us to be accurate as Cheney swings and misses strike two one and two on Cheney. Red Hawks leading one nothing. Next pitch from Tapperton, Swing and a high short fly ball to right field. It's going to be pulled in by Cole Heineman for the final out.
4: But the Redhawks
1: use some aggressive base running to score the first run of the game. You Cold water the coming party. up to bat in the bottom of the first inning. You're listening Number to Cardinal United Baseball 20. on WTVB. You know what we
14: like to do on Friday nights? Of course I do. So you're saying you know we're coming to the Willows for the Friday night all-you-can-eat fish fry?
12: Of course. Everybody loves the Willows Friday night fish fry, Alaskan Pollock, breaded and fried to a crisp golden brown, or
13: enjoy a three-piece dinner. Both include crinkle-cut fries and house-made coleslaw.
14: The Friday night fish fry sounds perfect, but I also heard the Philly steak and cheese is now on special on Wednesdays and Saturdays.
11: Our Philly steak and cheese is delicious, and you can custom make it any way
13: you want.
14: Hey, let's talk Willow Burgers.
13: The jalapeno cheddar Willow Burger, grilled to perfection. A third or half pound burger with a kick. Or try the cowboy Willow Burger.
14: Giddy up. I love a delicious cowboy Willow Burger with cheddar cheese, crispy bacon, barbecue sauce topped with an onion ring. Or try the olive burger, the mushroom and swiss burger, or create your own Willow Burger.
10: Follow the Willow's Barn Grill on Facebook. Book 2.
14: The Willow's Bar and Grill just east of River Road on US 12 in Coldwater. AM
0: 1590 FM 95.5 WTVB
1: Joe Clausen, Nate Tapperton, and Logan Farmer do up for the Cardinals here in the bottom of the first inning. The Cardinals want to answer the unearned run that Marshall scored in the top of the frame. And they did win the opener 5-3 thanks to five first inning runs taking advantage of Marshall defensive errors. We'll see if that holds true here in the nightcap. Cardinals will be facing Isaac Stetler, who uh, we mentioned, the bulldog of the pitching staff. 12 and a third innings pitched, a one and one record, an ERA of 5.676. Ten runs, all of them earned on 12 hits, six walks, 13 strikeouts. Got a couple of left-handers going against each other here in game two. Pretty much both teams aces. That should be pointed out, uh, the Marshall schedule coming in, uh, they were finally able to get some games in during what would be Coldwater spring break, but it was not spring break up in Calhoun County. They lost at Lakeview on April 5th, 9-3, to lost at home to Kalamazoo Central, 8-6 to on April 11th couple of one-run wins against Northwest to open up Interstate 8 play 5-4 and 8-7 in five innings back on April 14th. Then last Friday we mentioned a five-inning rain-shortened win against Portage Central. First pitch to Joe Clausen is a strike. Joe coming in tonight with a uh, very
2: respectable three fifty-seven average.
1: Add to that, a 375 on-base percentage, seven uh, 357 slugging average, and add two stolen bases coming in. Job, a very oh. high throw from Killian buys oh. to first to get Everybody Joe Clausen out on a picture. quick grounder to third. Nate, that in. was a
2: very nice play by the third baseman. Made a little backhand right at the... Uh, Randy going to check to see if he pulled his foot. I I, I
1: don't know if you could hear that over the air, but Coach Spangler was heard saying, that wasn't even close. So I guess the two umpires are going to uh, uh, discuss it, and Clausen is still out.
2: Not much of a discussion. Uh, Home plate walked out there, said, yes, he was on the mound, or was on the bag as far as I could see, and
1: said, you're out, and here we go. Dean Bostwick and Thomas Cox are your two umpires and of course they switch places for the second game. First pitch swinging, Nate Tappen flies out to left center field. Left fielder makes a nice running catch there. He tripped and I wasn't sure if he hung on to it, By but uh, by golly uh, Cooper Brisson was able to hang on, but for the second out. So the defensive alignment Cooper Brisson's out at left. Jesse Saldana at second and Owen Valentine at right. Uh, Saldana's at center, rather. Killian Bize at third. Luke Holbrook at short. Colton Cheney at second. And Nick Ryan at first. The battery of Isaac Settler pitching and Hogan McCleary catching. First pitch to Logan Farmer is a ball. A little different start here for
2: the uh, defense for Marshall in game two after a shaky first Inning in game one, they've made a couple of real nice plays here to start the, uh,
1: start this first inning here in game two. Two outs. Logan Farmer with a two fifty average coming into the game. The uh, previous batter, uh, Nate Tappanen, leads the team in hitting with a five thirty-three average. Uh, when you figure more than uh, uh, just a handful of uh, at-bats that Brady Massey had up on the varsity. Logan Farmer walks on four straight.
4: He's on first with two outs, bottom of the first inning. Marshall
1: up 1 nothing, And in comes Brendan Massey. A 250 average coming in, also 250 on base, 250 slugging, but he did pick up three hits in the first game of the Twin Bell. First pitch is a high pop-up going uh, curving toward Hatch Avenue to our right. Brendan with a
2: good hack at that curveball, and uh, he just missed hitting that one hard off the uh, bat and out of play.
1: Next pitch from the left-hander, Isaac Stetler, bounces several feet in front of home plate, and that will allow Farmer to cross second.
16: No more. No more candy.
1: 39 degrees right now in cold water. It feels like 30 with winds out of the west at 16 miles an hour. The occasional gust up to 31. That's what the players and the fans are facing. We are the lucky
2: ones here in the press box. Yes, very so. Very much. Although I did dress warm, Sean. Mm-hmm. I. I don't like to be cold, that's for sure.
1: Along within the other room, uh, Bodie Bates, his prom date, Jada. What?
16: Mm -hmm. That's it.
1: And uh, the new scoreboard operator, 2-1 pitch. Swing, grounder, one hop right to Stetler tosses to third to get the final out of the inning. The Cardinals leave a runner on and trail one, nothing after one. You're listening to Cardinal Baseball on WTVB.
14: You'll never grill the same way ever again. It's time to book your ticket to the Hall of Flame with the new Traeger Timberline XL from Notto Gas. The touchscreen display and simple controls make the Timberline XL easy to use, featuring an induction cooktop that allows for scorching, hot searing, sautéing, simmering, frying, and of course, grilling. Traeger is the number Number one selling wood pellet grill on the market. Experience the thrill of a new grill from Nottawa Gas. Just east of Natawa on M66. South of Tekoncha and Old 27 or shop online at Nautawagas.com. Getting the kids to practice on time.
3: Remembering if it's your day to bring snacks making it to the game
6: with a clean jersey. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. Auto owners works with independent agents who answer when you call, so you can worry about more important things, like whether your kid is going to run toward first or third base.
17: That's simple human sense. So no problem, people. Your local auto owners agents are Scott Crabtree,
0: D.C. Lions, and Melanie Pish at CNO Insurance, North Clay Street, Coldwater. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB.
1: Nick Ryan, John Zakarski, and Owen Valentine do up for the Marshall Redhawks here in the top of the second inning. One nothing, they lead. One run on no hits, no errors. No runs, no hits, no errors for Coldwater so far. Game two of the softball doubleheader has reached the bottom of the fourth inning with Marshall still hanging on to a two-one lead.
15: Number eighteen.
2: Ryan, followed by Zakarski and Valentine here for Marshall. The top half of the second. Cardinals down one to nothing. No hits in this ball game, but Marshall with some aggressive, good base running scored a run. ...on the Cardinals after a couple of walks.
1: First pitch is a grounder foul to the backstop. or the Marshall dugout first base side. No balls and a strike. In a reminder, Thursday night when Coldwater hosts Jonesville in a non-conference baseball and softball doubleheader, we are going to be over at the Rotary Softball Complex for the softball twin bill, so... Instead of a small white ball, it's a large optic yellow ball that we'll be following. Hopefully, I think that's supposed to be a pretty nice uh, night,
2: Thursday night, if I'm not mistaken. If I looked at the weather
1: forecast, a little nicer weather. Strike two called on Nick Ryan.
2: One ball, two strikes on Nick Ryan here. Top of the second inning,
1: no outs. The forecasted high Thursday, 55. Well, that's like a heat wave. The one two pitch is popped up out of play. Still a one two count on Nick Ryan. Fifty five, probably thirty mile an hour winds like the other night, Sean. Uh no, they're they're yeah. predicting winds out of the southeast at six to eight well, for time, Thursday. Yeah, that won't be bad. One two pitch. I and tight tune two. It bears repeating that Branch County among the counties under a freeze warning from 2 tomorrow morning through 9 tomorrow morning. 2-2 two, two pitches followed back to the backstop. Do, do you and Gwen do any gardening? Uh, I do, yes. Friendly. At, uh, you, you haven't put any plants out yet, have you? No. Oh, no.
2: Uh, <laughs> we've learned over the years. My wife does some flowers. I do a
1: vegetable garden at my uh, one of my sons and one of my daughters. Swing, grounder, a few hops. It's knocked away by Garrett Johns. Throw to first is still going to be in time to get the not especially speedy Nick Ryan out. Got him out by actually three steps.
15: Number five, John Zakarski. Yeah,
2: it was a good job, Garrett Johns, just to knock that one down. Knew who was running there, took his time, picked the ball up, made a good strong throw to first. That's what you need to do from that uh, third base hot corner down there. You have plenty of
1: time if you can knock that one down. First pitch to D.H. John Zakarski is in there for a strike. Zakarski at 273 batting average, 333 on base, 364 slugging. Next pitch from Tappenden. Just missed on the fastball outside, one and one The wind-up. Tappenden's next pitch. Swing and a hot shot goes foul toward Swing. Hatch Avenue again.
2: Almost in that big blue dumpster down there.
1: If it went into the dumpster, who
2: would be responsible <laughs> oh, for retrieving me. it? Yeah, well, I think that one would stay probably.
1: <laughs> and not if the dumpster is empty. One, two, pitch is ball two. Two balls, two strikes. On Zikarski. Base is empty, one out. Top of the second inning. Marshall up on Coldwater. One nothing. Cardinals did win the opener, five to three, of this baseball twin bill. 2 2 pitch. Swing and a miss, strike three. Second strikeout for Tapden. Base is empty, two outs, and that will leave no, things up to Owen right Valentine.
15: Number eight, Owen Valentine. Eight. Valentine,
1: the starting right fielder, right. with a 200 batting average, 333 on base, 533. Uh, 200 rather, slugging average. It's a 533 on base plus slugging if you're into sabermetrics Uh, i i just i just just saw your face and it doesn't look like you're much into sabermetrics yeah i think (laughs) you know you know i look at the major leagues man they
2: have a stat for everything now and uh i i hope they do put that uh rule in that you got to keep the infielders on the infield dirt next year Uh, I just I hate it when they uh, end up four outfielders and three infielders, or everybody playing on one side, or or whatever. I I guess I'm just old time there.
1: Let the record show that Quinn Berry does not like <laughs> the shift. That's for in sure. general. I don't like the shift at all. The shift in general and some of the. Weirder, more unusual shifts that you've seen the last year in particular. Yeah. Swing and a grounder rolls between home plate and the mound. Oh, what a nice pickup at first. Tabden picks up and a quick throw to Bordner at first to complete the put out. The Redhawks go out in order. We head to the bottom of the second. 1-0 Marshall. You're listening to Cardinal no Baseball, no baseball no on WTVB.
16: No.
17: You shouldn't need an advanced degree to figure out how to pay for one. Hi, I'm BJ West, your Coldwater Edward Jones Financial Advisor, and I want to help you understand all the options you have when paying for an education. Whether you're the first in your family to attend college or planning for a grandchild to build on a legacy that goes back generations, let us work together to take care of your unique financial needs. Call me at 517-278-3049. Edward Jones, member SIPC. You've heard the saying, slow and steady wins the race. At Edward Jones, we apply that consistent approach to long-term investing. Hi, I'm BJ West, your local Edward Jones financial advisor. Investing a little bit at a time on a regular basis is key to long-term growth. We call this systematic investing. And though it doesn't guarantee a profit or prevent a loss, it is a way to take advantage of market volatility instead of suffering from it. To learn more, call us at 517-278-3049. Edward Jones, member SIPC. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Cole
1: Barker, Brock Thornton, and Carter are due to face Isaac Stetler here in the bottom of the second inning. Run, one run, no hits, no errors for Marshall. No runs, no hits, no errors yet for Coldwater. Game two of the softball doubleheader between Jonesville and Bronson and the Vikings have gone out to a 4 nothing lead. They're in the bottom of the second. The Cardinals again facing Jonesville Thursday night and we will be over at the Rotary Softball Complex. Coverage getting underway at 525 Thursday following the evening journal. It's our going to be our first look at Coach Bill DeBow's softball squad this year which have gotten off to a real strong start after a pretty solid year
2: a year ago. So uh, that, cart and that team uh, looking to win a lot
1: of ball games this year. First pitch, Cole Barker swings. It's a grounder picked up by the second baseman, Colton Cheney. Throw to first one up and one down.
4: So yeah, yeah. no yeah. yeah. the, on. the,
1: well, the fielding has definitely it's improved. It's almost as if uh, somewhere along the line Uh, During the first game, the light bulb went on, and uh, they started playing good defensive baseball after giving up four errors early on.
2: Yeah, well, you know, Cardinals scored five in that first inning. We haven't scored since then. Our bats have really went silent.
1: First pitch to Brock Thornton is a strike. Cole Barker coming into the twin bill with a 643 average. Brock Thornton, meanwhile, a 250 batting average. But a 308 on base and 667 slugging. One and one the count on Brock.
2: Got a chance to see Brock knock that home or hit a home run right over the scoreboard. A little bit wind-aided
1: last week. But what do you boy, mean a little bit wind-aided? <laughs> he really hit that one hard, though. 2-1 pitch. Fastball down the middle, strike two. Two balls and two strikes on Thornton. Base is empty, one out. Bottom of the second inning. A one nothing Marshall lead. Next pitch. Swing. Fly ball, curving foul, giving chases the right fielder, and it's going to be well out of play. One Valentine had to cover a lot of distance just to have the ball get away from him. Yeah, he got close, but not close enough. We have talked about it in the past, the uh, very large expanses of foul territory here at Lau Field. 2-2 Two two pitches swung and fouled away. Thornton remains alive in this at bat. Two and two. The uh, foul territory, how big it is on both sides. That was by design, and uh, that was intentional by Coach Lau.
2: Yeah, Coach Lau always liked uh, liked a lot of area there. And what a lot of people don't realize, it used to even be
1: bigger. Swing and a miss, strike three, bases empty, two outs. That is the first strikeout for Isaac Stetler.
8: will
1: leave thing's up to you, Carter Bordner. Before
2: they put the outfield fence in, actually, the, the field was back, probably uh, maybe 10, 15 yards back towards the corner, but we did not have an outfield fence at that point either. Swing and a miss, first pitch to Bordner, strike one. That was back in the uh, early 60s, for those that
4: kind of can remember that.
1: McCleary does the splits, giving the signal to Isaac Stetler, delivers the next pitch to Carter Bordner. He swings and falls it off, 0 and 2 Settler had a 5.676 ERA coming into the game, but if he continues throwing like this, I can see that going down dramatically at the end of the night. There it is. Strike three right down the middle. In the bottom Cardinals go in order in the bottom of the second run, inning. one nothing. Marshall. After two, you're listening to Cardinal Baseball on WTVB. It's great to have neighbors you can trust. You can
6: count on. In good times and in bad. The attorneys at Has PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything, from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at haskwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Kwood PC. Lawyers where you live. Lawyers you can trust. That sizzling fajita was so delicious last night. And the jumbo margarita. I've got to get there for lunch. Lunch. Lunch.
7: lunch. lunch. Bill, what are you doing for lunch? Oh, right. Hey, let's go to El Cerritos. They have the best fajitas. Dreaming about the mouth-watering authentic Mexican food at El Cerritos? Stop by for lunch or dinner. They'll serve up an endless bowl of chips and salsa while you decide what menu item will fill your craving. El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant in downtown Coldwater and in the Kroger Plaza Hillsdale. AM
0: 1590 FM 95.5 WTVB.
1: Isaac Stetler, Jesse Soldana, Killian buys the 9 1 and 2 hitters do up for the Marshall Redhawks top of the third inning. 1 0. The Redhawks lead the Coldwater Cardinals in game two. One run, still no hits given up by Tapadin. No errors. No runs, no hits, no errors
3: for Coldwater. Good pitcher, number one, Isaac. A little pitching
1: duel going
2: on here. Neither team with a hit yet. Number two. In the first two innings, Marshall with a run on a walk actually two walks
1: some aggressive
2: base running
1: kind of incredible to have this type of pitching duel going on on such cold conditions isn't it well yeah. swing and a miss strike one on Stettler I almost think it's a little easier to pitch on a night like this
2: than it is to hit because boy that day up there you're a little cool and your eyes are watering and a little stiff, and uh, hands are going to be cold, and it doesn't matter where you hit that ball. It ain't as bad with the metal bats as it was with the old wooden bats, but, boy, you hit one on a cold night like this. If you hit a hit one on the end of the bat, boy, did it sting.
1: 1-1 one, one pitches fall to the first base side. One ball, two strikes on Isaac Stutler coming into Tonight's a doubleheader, a 333 batting average. 333 on base, 333 slugging. But he was 0 for 3 in the first game. 1 2 pitch, great backhanded grab by Thornton. Two balls, two strikes.
2: You're talking about the uh,
1: foul territory
2: here at Lowell Field. It all went, went all the way to the street
1: till about, uh, I want to say about 10 years ago. Grounder on one hop to Carter Bordner, and he steps on first you know, for the unassisted put, up, to put out.
15: The fielder, yeah, Carter with a nice play there. Jesse, but anyway, but
1: uh,
2: I want to say, I'd I, I lose track of time, but 10, 15 years ago, we put in the
15: uh,
2: uh, shorter fence in, put in the bullpens. Before you used to be able to go all the way to the fence on the on the sidewalk for uh, foul balls.
1: Soldana struck out his first at bat. Takes the first pitch here for a strike. Left-handed thrower Tappan against the left-handed hitter Soldana. Of course, fans of Major League Baseball are kind of reminded of the. Field at the Oakland Coliseum, as far as Big Fall Territory. Oh, yeah, that one, yeah.
2: That's a, basically they put that field in the middle of a football field.
1: Don't or get me started.
2: Football stadium, I should say.
1: It's one of those uh, multi purpose stadiums that you don't see a lot of anymore. It was actually pretty decent for baseball until. They were compelled to erect what's called Mount Davis in the outfield. Yeah. 1-2 pitch to Saldana. In the dirt and a good stop by Thornton. Fortunately, the bases were empty, too. Two balls, two strikes on Saldana. Now, from what I'm hearing... Uh, Attendance has dropped dramatically at Oakland, and uh, some nights there are actually more feral cats within the catacombs of the Coliseum than there are paying uh, attendees to watch A's baseball games.
4: Nice nice Jeff.
1: A full count now on Saldana. Didn't I hear a rumor that they might, they're thinking of moving to Las Vegas? Yes. The, the, the ownership is hedging their bets full pitch head off the handle on one hop to tap it and throw to first is in time for the second out
15: they're hedging their
1: bets by uh number
15: three
1: trying to work on a waterfront development in Oakland and also looking at territory in Las Vegas in case the uh, Oakland plan doesn't go Doesn't through go through all that is to be determined Killian buys fouls the first pitch off he walked and scored the only run of this game one nothing Red Hawks top of the third inning bases empty two outs Next pitch is a ball one and one. Speaking of baseball, how about uh, Miggy finally getting career hit number 3000 uh Saturday afternoon first game of that split doubleheader with Colorado. Well, we knew
2: he, you know, we knew it just a matter of time and uh how outstanding. You know, Miggy's meant a lot to the Tigers, meant a lot to the city of Detroit, and he's worked his way through some tough times in his life and uh,
1: continued to produce at uh, there you go. 38, 39 years of age. Swing and a fly ball to right center field. Running catch by Cole Barker right next to Cole Heineman. Marshall goes in order. We head to the bottom of the third inning.
16: Cardinals trail one, nothing in game two. You're listening to Cardinal Baseball on
1: WTVB. All
8: right, Chase Halet of Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers in Coldwater. When Vanessa and I were first married, we
7: loved camping. Our little two-person travel trailer brought us closer together. Then
8: along came
7: our son, Merrick, and then it got a little cramped for space. What did you do, Mom? You did not leave me behind, did you? We sold our little travel trailer and got a bigger one. And that
8: worked out nice for a while, but then along came our
7: daughter, Mylon, and we were were right back in the same box. A little too close together, cramped for space. And then
8: we'd all have to untangle. So then we did the smart thing.
7: Did you leave Merrick behind, Dad? No way, Mylon. We traded for a bigger model.
8: Many of our friends were having the same growing pains, so we began Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers.
7: When your family outgrows your current RV, bring it here, and we'll sell it for you. And then, all you have to do is... Just pick, pick up, up a, a truck.
8: truck! We'll sell your RV, boat, horse trailer, car, truck, motorcycle.
7: If it's on wheels, we'll sell it. thats Either. Nothing hard about picking up a check.
8: It's
0: easy at Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers, one mile east of Meyer on US 12 Cold Water. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB.
1: Garrett Johns, Cole Heineman, Joe Clausen, the 8-9-1 hitters do up for Coldwater here in the bottom of the third inning. They trail Marshall 1-0. One, one run, no hits, no errors. One runner left for the Redhawks. No runs, no hits, no errors. One runner left for the Cardinals. A real pitcher's duel going on between the Cardinals' Nate Tappenden and the Redhawks' Isaac Stetler. Both pitchers throwing a lot of
2: strikes. Both pitchers uh, getting some good defense out there and uh, that's why there's no hits in this ball game. Talking about Miggy, though, uh, it was just, it's just cool. The guy is, uh, loves to play the game, and uh, it's kind of neat to see his family there with him and uh, see the uh, greetings he got from his teammates and uh, even the Rockies teammates giving him big hugs and, uh, and everything. He means a lot to baseball and uh, in a time when uh, baseball needs some good, Good uh, ambassadors out there for the game uh, it's kind of taken a hit over the last three, four years.
1: The lights have been turned on at Lau Field. I'd say uh, just in the neck of time as Garrett Johns takes the first pitch for a ball. A nice bonus about hit number 3,000. Miggy was able to score on the uh, ensuing Spencer Torkelson home run. Yeah, plus he... uh Plus, yep. the, and bless the uh, Tigers got the win, which... Uh, he also got hit number yep. 3,001 that drove in uh, some insurance run. Well, yep. if they were all insurance runs in a 13-0 <laughs> game, unfortunately, that was the only win of the series for the Tigers. There's our first hit of the game. There goes Settler's no-hitter. Garrett Johns with a hard grounder that's to that's right that's center, that's center that's field.
3: Number eight, Cole
1: Second base runner for the Cardinals. See what, the what were you looking at? I was checking out
2: Coach uh, Spengler's signs down there, see if he got the bun on.
1: I thought he did. Sure enough, he did, but the ball went underneath the bat, and it's strike one on Cole Heineman. What was it? <laughs> Cole, a 300 hitter coming into the doubleheader. Cole's job here is just to get the ball
2: down, get that runner down to second. I didn't see if Coach put it on again or not. I don't think so.
1: Wow, a balk has been called, advancing Garrett Johnson to second. Is it my imagination or... Our high school umpires in the state of Michigan calling the balk a little more frequently. Well, Bunt is on, and it's strike two. I don't know if that was a
2: point of emphasis this year for the uh, umpires or not, but uh, we've seen it a couple of times in this game, or in this this day, anyway,
1: this game, yeah. One and an we saw team. it more than a few yeah. times when we broadcast the Harper Creek doubleheader. Called him for a balk again. Uh, Garrett Johns advances to third on Stetler's second str- uh, balk. <laughs> well, uh,
2: you know, I, I hate to do this, but I... Uh, hey, That's your
16: job here, baby.
2: Job. That's...
1: Well, well what, is, that's, what is Stetler doing in particular that uh, would trigger two balk calls well, they're,
2: here? They're saying he's s- setting and then drops his hands. He sets up here by his... Uh, in front of his chest then he drops it down more to the stomach area before he makes a makes it home and uh, um i don't know I, I i'll have to watch and you now that time he did it properly but and Heineman swings and misses for strike three first out of the <laughs> inning
15: Second baseman, number 11. What Joe Claussen
1: can do awesome. to bring Garrett Johns home and tie the game up.
2: But you're right. You don't see many. I, you know, I don't remember in past years uh, a lot of balks being called at the high school level. Drinker,
1: you know. The way things are going, a balk might well bring Garrett Johns home. Swing and a miss first pitch to Claussen strike one.
2: It's just one well, if... Uh, if Garrett Johns does score, we'll see two runs scored in this ballgame uh, basically
1: in different ways, that's for sure. Not your normal. Swing and a grounder to second. Throwback home. Pulls the catcher off. And Johns does indeed score. No. What happened? I thought he scored. Did he miss home plate? No. No.
2: now the they marshall said he caught the ball in the air which which he did but the umpire said it hit the ground
1: i thought it hit the ground too to be honest i thought it was a grounder to second
4: Now for the Cardinals, the pitcher, well, well, we're going to give
2: him a base hit. Joe Clausen a base hit. A run batted in anyway there. Oh, so Johns does score and ties the game up at 1-1. Well, actually, yeah, we got to give uh, Joe a fielder's choice there. That's what I thought. Fielder's choice because he did throw home.
1: Now oh, Claussen's taking off, and he's going to take second on no throw. So that would be a fielder's choice, then a
2: stolen base for Joe, and he's on second base here for Nate Tappanen. Hopefully Nate can come up with a big base hit, give the Cardinals a one-run lead.
1: One-to-one, one out. You know, not quite the way. You want to manufacture a run, but there we go. Good job. Grounded to short gets Nate Tappetan out, but advances Clawson to third. The Clawson's there with two outs. Tie ball game. Farmer. See what Logan Farmer can do. Some things we
2: haven't seen much of. Uh, you don't see much of anymore. Uh, the way the, both runs have scored, couple of balks.
1: Talk about small ball, the way that these runs have scored, almost no ball. Yeah, haven't been
2: many balls hit to the outfield, that's for sure. Garrett Johns with that
1: base hit. Two balls, no strikes on Logan Farmer. Just got an update from the Rotary Softball Complex. Uh, Marshall had a 3-1 lead. After four and a half, now after five, Coldwater scoring four, and they lead the Redhawks five to three. was looking at Game Changer, and uh, they had the bases loaded with two outs when the Cardinals scored their four runs. Those Cardinals, they got some hitters on that team. 2-0 pitch. Hard line drive to left field. That scores Clausen easily. Farmer rounds first and slides into second with a double. Cardinals now have a 2-1 lead.
4: Now batting for the
3: Cardinals, the designated hitter number 22. Boy, Logan
1: turned on that one. Just hit a
2: shot down that left field line. Almost all the way to the fence and uh, some good speed rounding first. Good base running there by Logan.
1: In steps Brendan Massey. And he burns the left fielder. It's going to go all the way to the fence. Farmer's going to score from second. And Brendan Massey chugs and slides into second with a double. And the Cardinals take a 3-1 lead.
3: Now batting for the Cardinals, the center fielder, number 33. You could ben tell right off the center. bat, that was
2: a shot right over the left fielder's head. All the way Two hops to the fence and left center field.
1: Massey with a big double and an RBI. Brisson was playing uh, relatively close, and uh, as you said, he got burned for it. So Marshall. Come on, Izzy. Quick conference at the mound between Hogan McCleary, the catcher, and Stetler, the pitcher. Here comes Cole Barker. Cardinals with three here in the third. Taking a 3-1 lead. One of the few left-handed hitters on Coach Randy Spangler's squad. First pitch is a strike. These runs have been scored with two outs here. These last two runs, anyway. So we're going to foul tip back to the screen. Good
2: swing there by Barker. Right on the ball. Head down.
1: Stetler looks towards second. Now tosses to the plate.
4: Oh, good pitch, good pitch.
1: Just missed on that one. One and two. Wow. That looked... Uh, that looked pretty good. Cool. Uh, good eye there. The next pitch from Stetler. Good stop by McCleary. Doesn't allow. Well, there wasn't a chance Massey was going to take off for third anyway. Well, he might have if, uh, went all the way to the backstop. <laughs> Two balls, two strikes on Barker. Cardinals up 3-1. Next pitch. Swing and a grounder foul to the first base side. Who's that in the first base coach's box for Coldwater? Well, that's Coach Lee Warren. Grandfather to Evan Porter, if I'm not mistaken, right? You're very correct. Another 2-2 pitch coming from Stetler. Strike three called. But the Cardinals score three, take a 3 1 lead over Marshall to the fourth. You're listening to Cardinal Baseball on WTVB.
6: It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at Haskwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess K. Wood PC. Lawyers where you live. Lawyers you can trust.
10: Hi, this is Carrie from Furniture and Mattress Warehouse in Coldwater. Four generations of quality service and quality product. Come check out our largest inventory in our store history. Hundreds of recliners, sofas, love seats, sectionals, dining room tables and chairs, and TV stands. Remember, for great service and great quality, check out Furniture Mattress Warehouse, half mile east of Meyer on US-12 Coldwater. Look for the long red building. Furniture and Mattress Warehouse.
0: AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB.
1: Three runs, three hits, no errors for Coldwater. One run, no hits, no errors for Marshall. Redhawks will send up Hogan McCleary, Luke Holbrook, and Colton Chaney, the three, four, and five hitter, hitters here in the top fourth inning. Sean Watson and Quinn Berry from here in at Lau Field. We're glad you're listening on nine, this Tuesday Hogan night.
15: McCleary, Come number nine. On, let's go.
1: We're envious of those of you uh, who are able to stay warm. Uh, to those of us here at the ballpark, freezing, hang in there. Hopefully, the Cardinals can bring home a doubleheader sweep. They, of course, won the opener 5-3. First pitch, a swing and a miss by Hogan McCleary. He flew out to left his first at-bat in this game.
2: Lots of uh, hoods up and blankets over everybody here.
1: On an April 26th, this should not be the situation. Another swing and a miss by McCleary. One
2: thing about this uh, this stadium, though, is for the most part, uh, in a neighborhood, you know, you got houses pretty close. It, uh, at least it keeps the wind down a little
1: bit. Tapping in, 0-2 pitch. Just missed with a fastball. One and two. It's got an update from game two of the softball doubleheader. The Cardinals add to their lead. They're now up on Marshall six to three. They were trailing three-nothing heading into the bottom of the fifth. Swing and a pop-up foul and out of play. Count remains one and two on Hogan McCleary. The Cardinal softball team were able to score four runs in a two out bases loaded situation to take the lead. Again they've added on to it six three bottom of the sixth. That game is still ongoing.
2: Cleary's had a couple of good swings at uh this inning for the uh, Marshall Redhawks. Nate needs a good curveball here. Nope. That wasn't it. Nope, he uh a bunch of crap, kid. Come on. Just uh, get those fingers warmed up, Nate. Look on the end of those fingers, get a little good grip.
1: And don't balk, they're keeping their eye on that this year. (laughs) Swing, grounder up the gap to right center field. That is the first base hit for the Redhawks on a 3 2 count. McCleary singles to right center.
3: Number four, Luke Holbrook. Number four
1: here comes luke holbrook redhawks have a runner on first nobody out top of the fourth inning they trail three to one luke really was the one that uh caused the cardinals
2: a little problem in that first inning as he walked he went to first and just kept right on running to second Thornton made an attempt to get him a second base. Not a bad throw. It just uh, gave the uh, opportunities for Bias to score from third.
1: First pitch to Holbrook is a ball. Someone in front of our broadcast window has stated, stated the obvious. My feet are freezing. Ours aren't, but that's only because there's been a base, uh, baseboard heater on in this room of the press box ever since I got here about three thirty. Yeah, you, sh- you shouldn't tell anybody that, Sean. I want to <laughs> join us
2: up here, but uh, we're pretty lucky that uh, we're out of the wind and uh, we do have a little
1: bit of heat. To all the count on Luke Holbrook, Al three and 0 Yeah, and they just struggling
2: just a little bit right here. I don't know if those balk calls, you know, you get something in your head on those balk calls and
1: screws up your rhythm. There's a good pitch right there. Three and one, but bear in mind, the balk calls were issued to the other pitcher, Isaac Stetler. Yeah, but it's still, you know, you think, ah, geez, am I doing it right? It's a mind game. Swing, line drive to right field, and it drops in front of Cole Heineman for a base hit. Oh, good job by Cole Heinemann. Throws the second to get the lead runner out.
2: What a nice job. Cole Heineman recognizing Evan Porter at shortstop with a big stretch there, and they got the tag out. Oh, a nine-six put out on McCleary for the first out, and you got to give Luke Holbrook the hit there. No, you get—I mean, technically, you got to give him the fielder's choice. I know it seems like you should give him a base hit there, but uh, they did make a play on, on the lead runner and
1: got him out. Just trying to overhear the discussion over in the other room, and uh, obviously our scoreboard operator uh, must have heard your argument for.
2: It's a nine to six fielder and uh, fielder's
1: choice. Fielder's choice puts Holbrook on at first. There's one out. O two. The count. Pitch out is being called for. Throw to short. Oh. And Holbrook is going to be in with a stolen base. One ball, two strikes on Colton Cheney, who flew out to right his first at-bat in this game. Two close plays down there at second. <laughs> Swing and a foul tip.
4: About anger, that's going to be strike three, second out 18, of the inning. Nick Ryan, number
1: The oh, foul tip actually went into the glove of Brock Thornton, so oh, get, that's where Chaney yeah. strikes out. Still a runner in scoring position, but there's two outs. There Swing, grounder to Porter, the shortstop. Oh, it's a high throw. Oh, oh, it's a super high throw, and that's going to allow Holbrook to score. Oh, Marshall cuts the cold water lead to one. It's three to two.
16: Yeah.
3: Make it.
15: following the E5. e five, e six there, e six. Yep. Go, five.
1: For some reason my five, uh, my six looked like a five for just a split second. <laughs> and That's my story, and I'm going to stick to it. And Marshall gets uh, another run. First pitch to John Zakarski. He swings and misses for a strike. Not often you see two runs on
2: one hit and three runs on three hits out there on the scoreboard.
1: So. Swing and a foul tip rolls to the backstop to our right. 0 2 on Zakarski.
2: Two outs here in the top of the
1: fourth. Marshall scoring one run. One ball, two strikes, and the throw to the not particularly fleet of foot uh, Nick Ryan trying to steal second, and that ends the half inning. We head to the bottom of the fourth. Coldwater still leads, but it's by a 3-2 tally. You're listening to Cardinal Baseball on WTVB.
11: Business owners, when you're ready to get your business noticed, see me at Integrity Apparel, screen printing and embroidery in Coldwater. Hi, this is Al Rackesee. At Integrity Apparel, we know the importance of taking your logo with you wherever you go, and there's no better way than with custom silk-screened or embroidered apparel. From shirts, coats, hats, and just about any other clothing item, Integrity Apparel can set your entire staff up. Along with being great advertising, Custom Apparel makes a thoughtful team-building gift for your employees. Ask us about custom banners and promotional materials, too. Integrity Apparel is also known for team wear and uniforms. Come in and check out our in-stock clothing in most area school colors along with varsity jackets sweatshirts polos and jerseys small and large orders are welcome if your team needs spirit wear or corporate apparel we can help give us a call at 278-8101 or stop by the store at 52 west chicago street in downtown coldwater
0: the voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 w 238 cd Coldwater.
1: Three runs, three hits, one error for Coldwater. Two runs, one hit, no errors for Marshall. We head to the bottom of the fourth inning. Brock Thornton, Carter Bordner, Garrett Johns do up. And you're right, Quinn, it's not often that you see a line total of three, three and one, and two, one and zero. Yeah, that's
2: uh, a little different. Uh, uh, typical high school game, though. Early in the year, cold weather, just uh, strange things happen. That's kind of what's happened tonight. The
1: O one pitch is ball two. I thought the first pitch to Brock Thornton was uh, declared uh, Uh, a strike. It was, was, so So. 1-1. No, got 2-0 up there now. Remember, the scoreboard operator is listening to us and is getting a little bit confused. (laughs) The next pitch is going to be falling out of play. We will look down at our home plate umpire and get the official count momentarily. Hint, hint. It is one and two. One ball, two strikes on Brock Thornton. Swing, alley. Fly ball to left center field. It's going to go up the power alley. Fortunately, the Marshall defense holds Brock Thornton to a single. They did a good job picking up the ball and getting it back into the infield.
2: Rock with a big turn down there. It's
3: to
4: the the first about
2: halfway to second, but probably a good decision. You don't want to get thrown out in that situation. 3-2 ball game. Don't want to give outs away here. Bordner finally
1: bunting right here. Pretty decent lead by Thornton, but he slides back in time. Got a final score from the first game of a baseball doubleheader between Parma Western and Penfield. And Penfield beating Western in that contest 5-2. to two, That's kind of uh, important because the next time we see the Coldwater baseball team, it will be for the home doubleheader against Penfield next Tuesday. Okay. You're in the chair. Bordner fouled the first pitch trying to square up to Bunt.
2: Hey, yeah, I love doing these uh, I eight games. You know, these are big games
1: for the Cardinals. Cardinals five and one overall, three and zero oh in the Interstate Eight. After winning the first game of our twin bill, five to three, Marshall dropping to three and three overall, two and one in the league. No balls, two strikes on Carter Bordner. and uh, we just got a final score from. Game two of the softball doubleheader swinging a miss, strike three. Cardinal Bordner is the first out of the inning. He strikes out for the second time in this game.
3: No batting for the Cardinals. The third baseman, number 13. Well, the final
1: score out at the Rotary Softball Complex in game two. It was Coldwater coming from behind to beat the Red Hawks 7-3.
2: Two good solid wins for the Lady Cards. Good to
1: hear swing the first pitch grounder to the pitcher throws to second relay to first bounces off orion's of glove so thornton is out johns is going to take second on the air
2: one to six to get the second out the and then the air on six
3: hey, come on, Ador, let's go. the right fielder number eight cole heineman
1: Cardinals do have a runner in scoring position. We do have a conference going on between the two umpires. And now the base umpire is talking to Marshall head coach Tom Sharpley. Brother of Coldwater's own Buzz Sharpley, of course.
2: Younger brother. Buzz pointed out to me tonight. Five years younger than Buzz. Buzz. Sharply boys from Hillsdale, Michigan.
1: Cole Heineman, first pitch swinging. A grounder is going to be booted by the shortstop, and there's not going to be a throw. Runners at the corners with two outs. So how would you score that? Uh, another it. E6?
2: Another E6. And uh, again, the Cardinals got a chance to add to that 3-2 to two lead after a couple of miscues by the Redhawks.
1: Much like uh, the first inning of game one. Brings up Joe Clausen. Basically, when the errors come, they start to come in bunches, unfortunately, for the Redhawks. First pitch to Joe Klaasen is fouled to the mark dugout first base side. Just
4: last, boys, come on now. Are oh, you easy? Come on.
9: on Your hitter, Joe, Joe. Come on, eleven.
2: He's his ball. Let's go, baby. Joe
1: with a base hit and a run scored. Taking off is Cole Heineman, and he's in with a successful stolen base. First pitch to Joe Clausen. He swung and missed. Uh, next pitch, he swung and missed, rather, uh, 0-2. Good
2: baseball there by Joe Clausen. He kind of gave himself up there and swinging at that pitch.
1: Make sure the catcher doesn't get out too quick. Ooh good stop by hogan mccleary and he was able to find the ball and get it back to the pitcher one ball two strikes as you look to her the third base coach's box uh, is coach spangler calling for the squeeze play perhaps uh now with two outs i don't think swing and a miss strike three
3: In the bottom well, the Cardinals leave two runners
1: on, but they still lead three to two over Marshall. After four, you're listening to Cardinal Baseball on WTVB.
6: It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskewood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskewood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at hesskwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kwood PC. Lawyers where you live. Lawyers you can trust.
12: If you're nearing retirement or thinking about retiring, you probably have a lot of questions. How do you make your savings last? How much should you take out and when? You're ready for retirement, but are your finances? I'm Edward Jones Financial Advisor, Diana Butler. Let's work together to ensure your finances can keep up with your unique needs over the long haul. You've done what it takes to get there. Now it's time to make the most of your retirement. Stop by my office at 863 East Chicago Street in Coldwater or call 279-0541. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC.
0: AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB.
1: Well, we mentioned that the Coldwater Cardinals wound up sweeping the softball doubleheader over the Marshall Redhawks, winning the first game
5: 7-1 and now Jim Measle as a story on game two. Well, Sean in the nightcap, Coldwater came back to defeat Marshall seven to three. They trailed three to one entering the bottom half of the fifth inning when the Cardinals put four on the board. It was a bloop single by Brianna Olmo with two outs in the last half of the fifth inning that scored two runs that put Coldwater ahead for good. Ava Longstreet had two hits along with Kenzie Scheid. Winning pitcher was Shied as she went the distance. Cardinals sweep Marshall seven to one is seven to three from Rotary Field. I'm Jim Miso.
1: Again, we will be at the Rotary Softball Complex Thursday for the Cardinals' non-conference doubleheader against the Jonesville Comets. Back here. Top of the fifth. And we got a new hitter in there for the Red Hawks, and that is Riley Delaney.
2: Delaney batting in the D8 spot for Zakarski.
1: I remember, Zakarski was at bat when Nick Ryan was caught stealing to end the top of the fourth. Delaney has a 1-2 count. Next pitch from Tappenden, swing and a miss for strike three.
3: Now batting for the Red Hawks. Number eight, Owen Valentine. Number eight. That is
1: the fourth strikeout for Nate Tappan here in this game. Getting back to softball, the sweep of the doubleheader against Marshall improves their record to 7 and 1 overall and 4 0 in the Interstate 8. This is in a league where uh, Parma Western and especially Jackson Northwest have dominated the past few years. Owen pitch to Owen Valentine, swing. Fly ball, right center field. It's going to be gloved by Cole Barker for the second out.
3: No batting for the Red Hawk. Yeah, I'm Parma uh, and Northwest Seven, Mounties again.
2: Kind of favored with Coldwater as the uh, third spot there this year in the uh, softball. So the Lady Cards taking care of business again tonight against Marshall. Waiting till towards the end of the year before they... Uh, Get both Parma and Northwest.
1: Scheduled to face the Western Panthers on the road and hosting the Northwest Mounties at the Rotary Softball Complex in mid-May. One ball and one strike on Isaac Stetler, meanwhile.
2: And if you want to see some great softball out there, get it down for for that Northwest game when they uh, come to Coldwater. That'll be some excellent softball
1: two and one on isaac stetler on the history of the interstate eight coldwater won the first softball league championship in 2015 the next season they shared it with parma western and then in 2017 swinging a foul back to the backstop western won the i8 softball title outright The last three seasons, Northwest has won the softball title in 2018, 19, and 21. Of course, there was no softball season in 2020. On the 2-2 pitch, swing, grounder to Garrett Johns. Long throw to first is scooped up by Borner for the final out. Gordner with another nice job down there
2: at
3: first base.
4: We had sorry, we head to the fifth inning
1: with Coldwater hanging on to a 3 2 lead over Marshall in game two of the baseball doubleheader. You're listening to Cardinal Baseball on WTVB. Attention sellers, we
13: can help you wade through this real estate market. This is your Midwestern Realty team. The agents at Midwestern Realty Group know our current market.
10: And we understand all of the changes that are going on. Which means
7: we can help you get the most money out of selling your home.
13: We are more than real estate agents. We're advisors here to help you.
7: So you don't miss any money that your house is worth.
13: And we'll take the hassle out of the process.
10: It's simple. Work with the agents at Midwestern Realty to sell your home.
13: We will share with you our years of experience and techniques of the trade. To stage your home for better Quality showings to potential buyers. I'm Jim Bowers. For over two decades, experience you can count on. I'm Randy Blonde.
7: Jill Bowers here. Call us today at 517 278 6400.
13: I'm Doug Campbell. Or you can stop by our Midwestern Realty office at 685 East Chicago Road.
10: Or visit us anytime at MidwesternRealty.com. I'm
13: Sharon Atkinson. The Midwestern Realty team. We won't let you sell yourself short. That's
0: MidwesternRealty.com. AM 1590, FM
1: 95.5, WTVB. Three runs, four hits, one error for the Coldwater Cardinals. Two runs, one hit, two errors for the Marshall Redhawks. We head to the bottom of the fifth inning. Nate Tappett and Logan Farmer, Brendan Massey, do up. Cardinals
2: could use a couple assurance runs here going into this uh, last half of the fifth.
4: Leading off to the Cardinals, the pitcher, They did try to get a Brett
1: threat brewing. I almost said Brett Threwing. <laughs> they tried to get a threat brewing in the bottom of the fourth inning, but unfortunately, they stranded a couple of runners. There we go. The middle of the lineup right here with Nate Tappanen, Logan Farmer, Massey, Cole Barker. Let's see if we can get something going here. First pitch went behind Nate Tappanen for some reason. Just kind of lost control of that one out there Isaac Stetler still on the hill for the Marshall Redhawks. Uh, we were talking about how the uh, legs of his Uniform pants were rolled up now. They're two different lengths <laughs> one and one on Tappan
2: Kind of a different dude out there tonight, isn't he they uh they got them all kinds of ways out there. You know, you look at the second baseman, the way they wear their pants. The shortstop's got his all the way
1: down. And I bet you Luke Holbrook's M.O. would be something along the lines of, I'm cold. <laughs> He's got uh, one of those neck warmers and gaiters on, incidentally. A little muffler around the mouth. Two balls, two strikes on Tappanen.
2: Really surprised how uh, these outfielders, that even though we've burned them a couple of times, still playing pretty shallow in that outfield against these good hitters from the Cardinals. Swing and a grounder yeah! knocked away
1: by the second baseman. Base hit there for now
4: the, now the left, Start the f- number bottom of the Lincoln fifth. Farmer.
2: See what coach decides to do here with Logan.
1: So by your count, that would be the fifth base hit for the Cardinals. Yeah, fifth base hit. Uh, I think he got
2: Farmer with the bunt. I didn't see where he started with his signals down there. Yep.
1: Pulled the back back as the next pitch from Stetler whizzed across for ball one.
2: I didn't see he might have uh fake bunt steel on here
1: nope a swing and a grounder slow roller to second throw to first in time to get farmer out but tap it in advances to second he had the fake bunt
15: uh, fake bunt steel slash on that time
2: farmer doing his job getting that runner down to second base good job by Logan
1: Well, three runs, five hits, one error for Coldwater, two, one, and two for Marshall. First pitch to Brendan Massey.
13: Good job, Hogan.
1: Is a ball and a great job by McCleary stopping the ball from getting away.
2: That was a great job by Logan Farmer on that last at-bat there. A lot of baseball people wonder on that. Uh, coach asking him he hit the ball, you know, the right side there towards the second or first baseman to get that runner in scoring position and he did his job a good team good team player right there that's what you want to do
1: that's one of those team things you do as a baseball player two balls no strikes on Massey Nate Tappanen's on second he's got a decent lead off next pitch is going to be ball three
2: Nice like to see him hang a little curveball there to Brendan Massey and uh, see if Brendan can burn that center fielder a little bit. I see the left fielder backed up a little bit now after getting burnt before.
1: The American flag on top of the scoreboard is blowing, well, now it's blowing out just a little bit. 3-0 pitch is going to be ball four Massey walks on four straight Tappan stays at second Do the Cardinals bring in a
15: pinch runner in the situation?
2: Well, I don't think Randy, Coach Spangler will only because uh, you might need him to s- swing in that last inning It's only a three to two ball game First pitch to Cole Barker is a ball if it was a, a six to two or, or even a five to two ball game, he might put a pinch runner in. But uh, in a three two ball game, you might need Massey's bat in that last inning, especially when you had a pitcher up there that's really starting to struggle to throw strikes.
1: Oh, the pitches, is- well, oh, they are going to they are going to put a. Runner-in. Running
2: so. for the
3: Cardinals,
4: number 35, Jack Rudin.
1: Jack Rudin will run for Brendan Massey. I wonder if they hurt us in the uh, dugout. Yeah, I doubt it, but uh, <laughs> um, I'm thinking that
2: uh, Coach is thinking a big inning going here.
1: Now we've got a big conference at the Hill. Tom Sharpley, the head coach, bringing in the infield and the battery. I was uh, going to mention that uh, of the pitches thrown in this inning, I've only registered uh, two strikes. Yeah, he, uh, like I said, he's been struggling just a little bit
2: here. Which is the first time all night, really, that he's
1: uh, struggled throwing strikes. Talking about the starting pitcher, Isaac Stetler. Two balls, no strikes on Cole Barker. Who establishes himself in the left-handed batter's box. Stettler's pitch. Runners are taking off the throw to third. is not going to be in time. A stolen base for Tappenden. Rudin takes second. Now the Cardinals have two runners in scoring position with one out. Is this where yep. Coach Bangler might employ the squeeze play? You might see it right here. Two balls, one strike. Big lead for Rudin. Not as big a lead for Tappenden. But Tappenden has there his they speed. go. Here's this Tappenden crossing home plate to score. Throw to first is in time. Relay back home. will right. get Rudin out. Well, we that's got a double, run. That is a double play, technically, but. The Cardinals add a run and take a 4-2 lead to the sixth inning. You're listening to Cardinal Baseball on WTVB.
4: I'm Brian George, associate broker at Case Realty Group, formerly Sherry Halen Homes. Let my experience with lake and recreational properties work for you. Plus, my professional photography experience will make your home look great. Even though the name has changed, we still are your local real estate connection and lake specialist. Check us out online at caserealtygroup.com. A new name, but the same great service and expertise in Branch and Hillsdale counties. I'm Brian George at Case Realty Group. Go to caserealtygroup.com. You'll never grill the same way ever again. It's
14: time to book your ticket to the Hall of Flame with the new Traeger Timberline XL from Nottawa Gas. The touchscreen display and simple controls make the Timberline XL easy to use, featuring an induction cooktop that allows for scorching, hot searing, sautéing, simmering, frying, and of course, grilling. Traeger is the number one selling wood pellet grill on the market. Experience the thrill of a new grill from Nottawa Gas, just east of Nottawa on M66, south of Ticancha and Old 27, or shop online at nottawagas.com. AM 1590
0: FM 95.5 WTVB.
1: Four runs, five hits, one error for Coldwater, two runs, one hit, two errors for Marshall. We've reached the sixth inning. Game two of our baseball doubleheader. Back to the top of the order for the Redhawks. Jesse Soldana, Killian Byes, and Hogan McCleary do up. what a great job there by Cole Barker there. Getting that bunt down. That's the most
2: important thing on that suicide. And uh, he did a good job there. We just couldn't quite score that second run. Marshall Marshall had to make a perfect throw to get
1: Rudin at home, and he did that. A good uh I have the, the put-out going 1-3-2 to erase Rudin, so that's uh, your double play. The 1-3 put-out to Cole Barker. That was uh, while Tabadin was crossing home plate to score the insurance run, and then Jack Rudin was out 1-3-2 to end the fifth inning. Now back to the top of the order, and Jesse Soldana. First pitch from Tappendon, fastball outside. Ball one.
2: I didn't see if uh, Clausen was down in that bullpen uh, throwing a little bit in between uh,
1: last inning or not. Swing and a miss. Strike one. Got an update from Game Two of the softball doubleheader between Bronson and Jonesville and. It's been all Vikings thus far. Top of the sixth inning, it's thirteen nothing. So we're gonna miss strike two.
2: Bronson, pretty domineering in that uh, that league over there the last few years in uh, softball and in uh, volleyball. One two pitch real solid baseball team or excuse me basketball team again this year baseball the team's
1: kind of gotten off to a slow, slow start, start but yep. i'm sure matt watkins will have his team ready to go come tournament time yep it's uh, yeah this is one of those trying
2: years for a baseball and softball coaches get your kids ready
1: two two pitch fastball outside full count on saldana I bronson mean, won the first game of the softball doubleheader nine to five and again they're leading 13 nothing in the nightcap we unfortunately we're not going to be following the bronson vikings we're more interested in the jonesville comets the cardinals next opponent on thursday as soldana draws a leadoff walk here top of the sixth inning
2: you know i was looking at uh, that sheet you gave me on uh mhs double a and the, uh, you know some of the better teams in the, in the state and uh, i noticed some of those teams that paid 10 or 12 games and i thought wow i didn't think we had that many good days that uh, they must you
15: know, have, pitching for the Cardinals. Yeah. they yeah. must have played three or
2: four on this saturday
1: oh well, speak of the devil uh, joe clausen is going to come in to relieve nate tappet after nate gives up the leadoff walk here top of the sixth inning
2: yeah that uh I could see uh, where Coach he's he's not gonna take any chances. He's gonna go to his best ace reliever and uh, Joe Clausen, much like he did in the sixth inning on the first game when the uh, Red Hawks got a little little action going. This time he's gonna bring him in with a runner
1: on first base. if I saw that correctly, Cole Heineman has moved to second and Nate Tappadin went to the outfield. Went to the outfield. He'll probably take his uh, traditional spot in right field. Yep, that's uh, what it looks like. Yeah, that sheet that I gave you was the most recent Michigan High School Baseball Coaches Association poll from last week. The new poll is scheduled to come out uh, tomorrow, as a matter of fact.
2: But, uh, yeah, I was just shocked. Some of those teams, you know, 12 games and uh, 10, 12 games. I'm thinking, when did they have time to play 10 or 12 games?
1: Given that some of those teams are, are coming from the Metro Detroit area and, in particular, the Catholic League, yeah. divine intervention. Yeah, there
2: you go. <laughs> uh
1: of course, Murph and I got to see Catholic League boys' basketball uh, firsthand during the boys' basketball season. The Cardinals making the trip to Warren De La Collegiate, uh, who wound up winning the Division I state championship, incidentally.
2: I, I know. It was uh, kind of surprising, to be truthful. But that just shows you how... What, De La winning? Yeah. What... I, I guess that just shows you how what a good team Colwater had this year until a couple of um, an unfortunate fortunate uh
1: first pitch. Killian buys swings and it's a fly ball to center field caught by Barker for now the first out of the inning.
16: Balls, the catcher, what I was going to say is just
1: Hogan, what a
2: good team Coach Buckland had there until the unfortunate in- incident with uh, Crabtree, you know, and once you took him out of the. Out of the pitcher, uh, it just made a whole different. Even though uh, Thornton and Claussen uh, huge contributions towards the end of the year, it still you can't replace a uh, a Crabtree in that in that lineup and what he gave you in rebounding and scoring.
1: First pitch to Hogan McCleary, a curveball outside, one zero. Yeah, we talk about Brock Thornton and Joe Clausen having to step up and uh, contribute in the absence of uh, Ethan Crabtree. Second half of the boys' basketball season, the swing and a miss, strike one. Brock Thornton and Joe Clausen, the uh, rare breed of three-sport stars here at Coldwater High School. Clausen's three sports in addition to baseball and basketball played soccer in the fall while Brock Thornton was on the football team.
2: Yeah, both uh, both these young men, just outstanding athletes. Both big contributors on this team. The 1-1 pitch to Hogan McCleary is in there for a strike. Wow, great curveball there. Claussen just dropped that one right into the zone. McCleary just kind of froze on it. Saldana oh, got,
1: got picked off. Yep, good job. He had a lead off of first, but good job by Joe Clausen. Quick throw to Bordner, and Saldana was tagged out. One ball, two strikes. I'm McCleary here. All the bases are empty with two outs. In a 4-2 game, Cardinals on top. That was a very important runner that the Cardinals were able to erase. The 1-2 pitch, grounder to Garrett Johns, long throw to first, and McCleary is out. We head to the bottom of the sixth, Cardinals hanging on to a 4-2 lead over Marshall. You're listening to Cardinal Baseball on WTVB. Is your credit holding you back from
9: getting a better vehicle? Mobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram can help. With guaranteed
6: approval options for low credit and no credit buyers, come in and test drive one of the many quality new and used vehicles on the lot. And if you don't find what you're looking for, just let the Mobilia team know. They'll get to work finding you the right vehicle.
9: Stop in and ask for Jeff Dollar, Jared Hetrick, Dwayne Eck, Rudy Rodriguez, Steve Eck, Brian Mobilia, or Dean Mobilia. Remember, low credit or no credit is no problem at Mobilia
6: Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram and Goldwater and Mobilia Chrysler. Dodge Dodge Jeep Ram always offers service to help maintain your vehicle long after the sale. Just ask service manager Kip Burkhart to recommend a regular maintenance schedule.
9: Don't wait another day to get into a better vehicle. Get to Mobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram today on U.S. 12 across from the airport cold or visit mobilia.com, B-O-B-I-L-Y-A.com.
0: AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB.
1: Final score from the WTVB scoreboard, Game 2 of the Bronson-Jonesville softball doubleheader. It was all Vikings 13-0, the final score in six innings. Bronson also won the opener 9-5. That drops Jonesville's record to 4-4 when they come out to the Rotary Softball Complex on Thursday to face the 7-1 Coldwater Cardinals.
3: Cardinals, couple of good games. Cardinals
2: will...
1: uh, have a chance to extend their
2: record that night coach Becky Gray and Bronson though.
1: nice couple of wins for her squad back here at Lowe Field. Brock Thornton Carter Bordner and Garrett Johns up to bat for the Cardinals here in the bottom of the sixth inning leading four to two
2: a little side note on coach Becky Gray over there Bronson uh, Her dad was best man in my wedding 48 years ago and has been a very good friend of mine for 50 years.
1: Talking about the softball guru, Denny Gray, right? I am.
2: What a player he was. Fast pitch pitcher and a
1: heck of a hitter in his day. No balls, two strikes on Brock Thornton. isaac stetler still on the hill for the redhawks swing and a short blooper in the right center field that will be a base hit for brock thornton
4: No batting for the cardinals
3: the first baseman number six, couple
15: of
1: base hits for
2: brock
15: tonight
1: good job by brock
2: thornton got some speed on the bases with brock Let's see if coach puts him in uh nope just gonna bun him down i think We'll see if I know those signals.
1: Yep. It is strike one in the relay back to first. Not in time. Brock Thornton slides back in safely. Now, at the end of the game uh, with the uh, uniforms, do they turn them into Coach Spangler for laundering, or are they... Are, the kid's parents responsible for laundering
2: you know there was a time when they used to do that uh, to turn them in turn them in and uh, coach Karen Spangler used to take care of that but uh,
1: I think she put a stop to that I think the parents are given a note on how to clean them and for the most part it looks like they do a good job because next time around they look relatively pristine yes they do one ball, two strikes. Meanwhile, on Carter Bordner, here in the bottom of the sixth inning, Coldwater with a four-two lead over Marshall. The Cardinals won the opener five to three. Five first inning runs. One-two pitch, swung on and popped up into the infield and caught by Colton Cheney.
4: First out of the inning. Now batting for the Cardinals, the third baseman, number
16: 13,
4: Garrett Johns. In steps,
1: Garrett Johns. Scored Coldwater's first run of the game.
2: Stealing right here, Sean.
1: Looking at Brock Thornton, right? Here's the bump that goes foul, so Thornton's going to have to go back to first. Back in the third inning, Gary John singled, advanced to third on a couple of balks, and then again scored the game's first run for the Cardinals. Brock with a straight steal here. Still has a lead at first. And here comes the steal attempt, swing and a fly ball to left field. Thornton's going to have to go back to first. Ball is caught by Cooper Brisson, and there's no
3: throw. That'll be the second out.
1: Good job by Brock Thornton,
2: recognizing that line drive to left field. Got back to first quickly.
1: Two outs, runner on at first. And that will leave things up to Cole Heineman. Thornton's taking off. Throw his ball one. And the relay back to the shortstop covering second actually bounced well in front of him. So a pretty easy stolen base for Brock Thornton there.
2: Yeah, that, that steal uh, wasn't on the catcher. That steal was on the pitcher. Uh, Brock just got a tremendous
1: break there. Swing. And a high pop-up in play, and it's going to be backhanded by Luke Holbrook for the final out
4: in the bottom half of the sixth. Cardinals Marshall, leave a runner on. We head to the seventh the inning. Last chance for the Marshall Redhawks. Trailing
1: Coldwater 4-2 to
4: two in the nightcap. You're listening to Cardinal
1: Baseball on WTVB.
14: A fire in your home or business is nothing you ever planned on, but it is something you can plan for by calling on the fire and water cleanup and restoration specialists, ServPro a Branch and Southern Calhoun Counties, or SurfPro.com. That's where you'll find a team of highly trained professionals who are committed to helping you develop a plan to make sure you're ready for whatever happens. With an emergency ready profile from Pro you'll take confidence in knowing that when the things that matter the most are on the line they will be too because you can't keep fire damage from taking control of your home or business. But with an emergency ready profile from Surpro, you can make sure it doesn't take control of your life. So before fire and water damage strikes, make sure you're ready to strike back with the cleanup specialist the insurance industry has trusted for more than 40 years at 517-278-5261 or at SurfPro.com. Surpro a brand in southern Calhoun counties, helping make fire and water damage like it never happened. Call 517 278 5261. Franchises are independently owned and operated.
0: AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. And then we keep marching.
1: There we go. Joe Clausen back on the hill for his second inning of work, trying to get a second consecutive save of the evening Keeping as he will face Luke Holbrook, Colton Chaney, and Nick Ryan. The Redhawks' four, five, and six hitters are at the top of the seventh inning. The Cardinals three outs away from sweeping the twin bill from the Marshall Redhawks, something that hasn't really happened historically in the last few years. Now, this is a big, uh, big night here for the Cardinals. Got our ace reliever on the mound right now. First pitch is a breaking fastball for strike one to Luke Holbrook.
2: Yeah, Joe's got it going right now. Keep throwing those strikes. We keep making the plays defensively. We'll be in good shape here. Top of the seventh inning. Cardinals leading four to two.
1: Swing and a foul back to the backstop. Holbrook behind on the count, one and two. The final line on Nate Tapperton: Five innings pitched plus one hitter in the sixth. He gave up two runs on one hit. Walked two and struck out four. Good, solid outing. Strike three called. As Ernie Harwell once said, Luke Holbrook stood there like the house by the side of the road. and Watch that one go by. Boy, that was a
2: great no, curveball
3: from right Joe Claussen in there. Number six, Colton Chaney,
16: number
1: six. First pitch to Colton Chaney. Got him with a curveball, strike one. Just painted that outside corner there, right on the black.
2: Even if he hits that, he's going to hit it off the end of the bat right to second.
1: A little high. So that evens the count on Cheney at one and one. Four runs, six hits, one error for Coldwater, two runs, one hit, two errors for Marshall. Swing and a miss strike, two.
2: Good solid fastball from Joe
1: there up in the zone. Clausen delivers a one-two pitch. Strike three, cold. He did it again. Wait. now batting for the Red Hawks Come on, the first
15: baseman number 18
4: Nick that'll Ryan. leave things up
1: to Nick Ryan the Red Hawks down to their final out and Nick Ryan who grounded the third first time around got on board on an error takes the first pitch for a strike
2: best thing about Joe Clausen he's a heck of a pitcher but the demeanor on the mound he's calm he's a uh, that's what makes him so tough in these late innings.
1: Next pitch just got away from Brock Thornton.
2: Just a little inside there.
1: A one-one pitch.
2: That one went a little outside. Two and one. Yeah, Joe just kind of overthrew that curveball this t- that time. Didn't need to throw that big curveball against this guy. Swing and a miss, strike two. Yeah, if he gets that curveball even close to plate, uh, Ryan's going to strike out. 4-2.
1: Here we go. 2-2. 2-2 pitch.
3: Swing oh, and yeah. a miss, strike
1: three. Got him. Joe Clausen strikes out the side and picks up his second consecutive save, third of the season. Nate Tapton gets the win, and the Cardinals sweep the doubleheader from the Marshall Redhawks, winning game two, four to two, after taking the opener, five to three.
2: Just an excellent, actually a very well-played game for the conditions tonight. Both games, other than the first inning for the Red Hawks uh, in game one, uh, both teams played fairly well and uh, not a lot of hitting, but some good, solid pitching and uh, some good, solid defense for especially the Cardinals in game one and game two.
1: Cardinals with the sweep of the doubleheader improved to 6 and 1 overall 4 and 0 oh in the Interstate 8 Marshall drops to 3 and 4 overall 2 and 2 in league play our post-game show is coming up in two minutes. You're listening to Cardinal Baseball
15: on WTVB. Do you know what's delicious at Mancino's Pizza and Grinders in cold water? Let's see. What's delicious at Mancino's? Everything! Grinders, pasta, salads, and of course, Mancino's Pizza. And this month, get a large one-item pizza for just 12 dollars Or when it comes to a grinder, get a whole ham and turkey grinder for $10.99 or a half for 5 dollars On freshly baked Italian grinder bread, rye, wheat, or white. Ask for specials when ordering. Or try any of our Mancino's delicious grinders or specialty pizzas. Like the Mancino's Pride. Pepperoni, ham, sausage, green peppers, mushrooms, onions, black olives, and lots of cheese. Delicious! We've got something for everyone's taste. And don't forget party grinders, too. We cater any size get-together. Parties, company lunches, or just because the crowd's at your house and you don't want to cook. On special this month, a whole ham and turkey grinder for $10.99, or a half for $5.99, or a large one-item pizza for $12.99. Ask for specials when ordering. Mancino's Pizza and Grinders on the hill next to Gainer RV on Wilbur Road Coldwater. Delicious.
9: Mother's Day is Sunday, May 8th, and now's the time to get the perfect gift for her. At Culey's Jewelry, they have a huge selection of Willow Tree figurines, priced from only $20. How about a personalized mother's ring starting at $139? Or maybe a trendy Anya Hey pendant in your ring set. Let them help you make her Mother's Day extra special jewelry, and so much more. Downtown Coldwater since 1968.
6: Matt at Homes has a new model home and they can't wait for you to tour it. With all the new features, it's sure to be a favorite. Just ask the Halets. This place is sweet.
13: If we lived here, this would be my room. Hey, let's act like we do live here and get this place cleaned up.
7: Who wants to sweet, dusk, shine up the sinks? Garrett, Carson, Brody? I just remember, I have homework. Bye.
6: Ask about special pricing on the new model. Visit MattHaletHomes.com or stop by and see them on US 12 east of Coldwater. Matt at Homes, built around
0: family. The voice of Brandon. County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater.
1: Sean Watson and Quinn Berry back here at Lau Field. It wound up being a pretty good night for both the Cardinal baseball and softball teams on their respective diamonds. First, talk about the softball twin bill, which saw Coldwater beat Marshall 7-1 and 7-3.
2: Just a solid outing for the Lady Cards again tonight. They got a great, uh, you know, great group of girls there, and uh, Coach DeBoe putting it together. And uh, uh, they got to compete with Northwest and Parma, but that'll come a little middle of May, towards the end of May for both those teams. But uh, uh, they're going to take care of business up till then, and we get a chance to see them in person on Thursday, Sean. And I'm excited about that. Taking
1: on the Jonesville Comets who were swept by the Bronson Vikings this afternoon and to the evening. Meanwhile, here at Laufield Field, it was a 5-3 win <laughs> for Coldwater over Marshall in the opener, 4-2 in the nightcap. We're now joined by the head coach, Randy Spangler, who is probably glad to get his ear warm, uh, ear warmers slash uh, headset on to talk about tonight's game, huh?
18: Oh, there's a few other spots too, Sean, <laughs> but I hurried up here because it does feel good in here.
1: Yeah, we have the heater on all night. Can you tell? <laughs>
2: yes, you don't blame us. But uh, what a you know, two good ball games really. Uh, I thought your team played pretty good defense in both games, and they uh, got some nice pitching.
18: Oh yeah, it was fantastic. You know what, what we haven't played since a week ago Thursday. However many days? A week and a half. Trying to uh, simulate things, and uh, you know, Cam came in with Aiden hurt. You know, we had to find another league starter and. He had just worked hard and done well, and uh, came in and uh, pitched really well. He that did. was fun.
2: He pitched great for uh, four, in- five innings, and then he just kind of ran out of steam there in that six. But geez, when he got Joe Clausen in the in the bullpen, it, uh, it's an easy decision.
18: Yeah, yeah, it does make it nice. <laughs> and uh, you know, Cole Heinemann was ready. Carter bordner has been good. We, you know, we have a lot of confidence in them, but we just haven't been able to play to see things happen. And uh, I think we're beginning to learn things a little bit. We always say, you know, the the difference between having a really good team or just a good team or average team is trying to trying to learn more, try to get better, try and be a sponge. We just talked about that, that, hey, this is great, but we're not done and we got to keep going. But, uh, yeah, all in all, you know, I would have liked to seen a little better offense at times, but I saw a lot of hands shaking. I After told, hits.
2: Yeah, I told Sean tonight, Sean asked me during the broadcast, he says, what's it easier, on the pitcher or the hitters? And I said, I'll be honest, I think it's easier on the pitcher in this cold weather because those hitters' hands are cold.
18: Right, in a way, you know, it's still... Yeah, it's you know, tough half, either way. Yeah, but. but here, you know, we we almost still have to say that it's early in the season. Oh, yeah, yeah I mean, it's the beginning of the... It's May 1st. Yeah. So we're still trying to figure some things out, and I think everybody else is in the same boat. But, uh, you know, hats off to our guys for staying tough. I mean, at the end, you could just see, uh, you know, our skinny guys out there were kind (laughs) of hoping that wind died down. But, no, all in all, you know, just a great day. And, yeah, like you said, Joseph comes in, just, you know, you feel confident. He's confident out there, and our guys play behind him. You know, we're going to work with Nate, trying to get a few more strikes and not so many balls. But, you know, we've been working on the – no, the fewer number of non-competitive pitches and I think we're getting there. You know, we want to make a hitter think on something or do yeah. something and yeah. you know, so there's things to work on, but no, defense was great. Good job out there. You know, we had a little lax there when Cam got tired, but one maybe could have been caught, but they hit him pretty well there and yeah. so we, we got things to work on, but it's good.
2: Oh, no, no. Hey, you got a chance to play. That's the big thing. Yeah, I, I was telling Sean also, I said, you know, early, in, I said, we can't have any more rain outs or cold no. outs or whatever because there ain't enough days in May. No, no, To play. Not. And you're used to playing 30, right. 30, 35 games a year. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're talking,
18: uh, so. you know, with Farmer on that about. Uh, something Friday, Saturday, a Memorial Day just to get some games, games in and, in, uh, you know, hosting a big tournament or maybe, you know, we do have a couple open Thursdays, but, you know, everybody's scrambling to, to play people, and, you know, you're still holding off, like, where would we have put this? I think next week, what do we go? Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Yep. You know, that's a lot of games against some good teams, so we're going to have to but you manipulate some, some yeah. things. You got <laughs>
2: some... Uh, you're deep in pitching, so... Yeah, yeah. we're getting
18: there, and plus... You know, it's nice that, hey, we got to 75 pitches, you know, they're ready for that, you know, early, you know, at least we kept throwing early, you don't want to go more than 50 or you build up to it. But uh, yeah, we were there, but I thought both guys, both starters were about at their limit.
1: So, missing about a week and a half of uh, game action, I I guess a lot of teams are kind of in the same boat, too, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And even if they're
18: playing, are they really learning a lot? They're out there, you know, battling. I mean, it was not as bad as I thought it was till the, you know, about the sixth inning. It got, you know, the breeze just kept beating on you. But, uh, you know, it is hard with the wind, and the kids know swinging the bats, and, you know, you're in the. If you're in the visiting dugout, the wind's been blowing all along. Really, it's the yeah. wind. The temperature's not as bad, but the wind is what.
2: what well, just kills you. Beat you up,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, not as bad as it was against Harper Creek a week and a half ago.
18: No, no, that was a giant wind, but it was a little warmer, but mm-hmm.
1: so. No, well, not by much. Uh, it should be a little bit warmer for the Cardinals' next action on Thursday, the non-conference doubleheader against another team. From the Big Eight Conference, wearing orange and black, that's not Homer or Quincy. It's Jonesville. Yeah, yeah, that'll be exciting. You know,
18: non-league games. Uh, uh, we're gonna do some things. You know, guys uh, don't get as much time during the league games. You know, we tell them, hey, you come and work hard. You get rewarded that way. And uh, you know, we're, we're not huge numbers of players, so you know, we might mix in a few JV guys because then uh, you do have an schedule Saturday. We've added a tournament up in Loy It's a two-game tournament. Okay. I think we play Berrien Springs at noon, and then uh, win or lose, then we would play, you know, at two or four or whatever that is. But uh, yeah, so we're you know we're going to keep going.
1: And then after that, back to the I eight, and Penfield comes to Loughfield next Tuesday. Yeah, and then Wednesday
18: we go to Hastings that make up, and then I think Friday, Saturday the Gauntlet of Portage yep. Central here, Portage Northern there. So, <laughs> but. Hey. You know we're Division One. We got to play you the best. Play. We've always said that. We've always done that, and it makes you better.
1: That's the only way you get better: playing ball games and playing good ball games. Yep. Randy Spangler, so. we will. Looks like we'll be seeing you next Tuesday for the Twin against Penfield, another uh, contender from the IA from last year. All right. Thanks, guys. We appreciate you being here. Randy Spangler joining us on our post-game show. A doubleheader sweep for the Coldwater Cardinals. 5-3 in the opener and 4-2 in the nightcap. Four runs, six hits, one error for the Cardinals. Two runs, one hit, two errors for the Marshall Redhawks. The Cardinals improved to 6-1 and one overall, 4-0 oh in the Interstate 8. Uh, Marshall dropping to 3-4 and four and 2-2 two and two in the I-8. Um... Nate Tappen getting the win for the Cardinals. He went five innings plus, gave up two runs, one hit, two walks, four strikeouts, and Clawson two innings for the save, his second straight of this uh, twin bill. Uh, No runs, no hits, no walks, and he struck out three. In fact, struck out the side in the uh, seventh inning. Isaac Stetler, the hard luck loss for the Marshall Redhawks, he pitched six innings, gave up four runs on six hits walked two and struck out five
2: no just good good ball game on both parts uh, again marshall came back in that second game played pretty solid throughout uh just some uh good heads up base running the suicide squeeze and a couple other things by the cardinals to score enough runs to win that one
1: we'll take this one final break for your local area mcdonald's restaurants and then uh tough decision for our mcdonald's player of the game coming up <laughs>
0: Sportsmanship
2: has never been more important between the lines in athletics and outside those lines in our communities. To listen, to respect, to understand, to practice common decency, to have competition without contentiousness. Sportsmanlike qualities are essential components of life itself. Let's all work together to not only be good sports, but good people. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value
9: and
3: values of educational athletics.
0: AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB.
1: A tough decision for McDonald's player of the game here in our nightcap. Uh, You could easily go both pitchers, uh, Nate Tappanen, the starter, and Joe Clausen getting the save once again.
2: Yeah, you could go that way, or we could, uh, you know, Brock Thornton with a couple of nice base hits tonight. And uh, really, uh, you know, you can't do it. I mean, you could, but the Cardinal defense, just solid in both games. Uh, uh, I thought... uh, Between both
1: games, I only had one error registered.
2: Yeah, and I thought uh, Carter Bordner in that that nightcap there, boy, he did a great job at first base uh, over there. Made some really nice plays down there. uh, defensively, didn't get a hit, but uh, you know some nice defensive plays. That's the way you win ball games.
1: Well, in my opinion, uh, uh, in this uh, game, it started and ended with the pitching. So why not go with the pitchers?
2: Oh, I think we have to again. Uh, definitely not a lot of hitting in either game tonight. Good solid defense and a, a great pitch game by Nate Tappanin and then our our favorite out there, our favorite uh, closer out there, Joe
1: Claussen, who comes in just does an outstanding job. Nate Tapperton and Joe Clausen are our McDonald's players of the game as the Cardinals sweep Marshall 5-3 and 4-2. We're going over to the Rotary Softball Complex on Thursday where it should be a little bit warmer than what we had here today. We get to see the Cardinals softball team for the first time as they take on the Jonesville Comets.
2: Looking forward to that. going to see a couple of pretty good pitchers that night uh, and uh, maybe... Uh, Coach DeBow sneak in another pitcher that we uh, don't know about, but, uh, um, you know, Kenzie Scheid and and Alexis... um, Alexis Bills. Alexis Bills, the two pitchers, and uh, they're both outstanding. Bills is kind of the lead pitcher right now and she's uh, also doing it with the bat so if i were
1: i was gonna say if i remember correctly uh, in jim measles reporting from the first game she struck out 11 yeah i think so and i think jim said uh, 10 in a row at one point
2: so w- looking forward to that sean I, you know f- girls softball is awesome when uh, when you when they're playing the way the cardinals are right now
1: We'll have coverage of the Softball Twin Bill Thursday beginning at around five twenty-five, joining the Twin Bill on progress after Thursday's edition of the Evening Journal. As always, we hope you can join us for now, though. That's a story from here at Low Field for Justin Lopshire producing and engineering our broadcast and for Quinn Berry. Sean Watson signing off from the baseball home of the Cardinals. They get the doubleheader sweep over Marshall, five to three and four to two. Until Thursday. Good night, everyone. Tonight's action brought to you by these members of the Sports Boosters Club, Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers, Paul Lang of Wood Mortgage Lender, Obelia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, Branch County Abstract and Title, Edward Jones Financial Advisor Diana Butler, Case Realty Group, CNO Insurance, Culey's Jewelry, El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant, Furniture and Mattress Warehouse, Hasskawib PC, Hillside Motor Sales, Integrity Apparel Screen Printing and Embroidery, Mancino's Pizza and Grinders, Matt Halen Holmes, McDonald's of Branch County, Midwestern Realty Group, Nottawa Gas Company, SurPro of Branch and Southern Calhoun Counties, Union Palette and Container, Edward Jones Financial Advisor BJ West, Willow's Bar and Grill, and Edward Jones Financial Advisor, Jay Wright.
0: The voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater.